Sports Radio 560 WQAM Miami Fort Lauderdale presents the Neil Rogers Show. Talk to Neil. Call 5670560 toll free for Dave and Broward or pound 560 on your cell phone. The opinions of Neil, his guests, callers, or anyone else on the show do not necessarily reflect those of WQAM, Beasley Read Acquisitions, or the Beasley Broadcast Group. Now, Neil Rogers on Sports Radio 560 QAM. It puts the lotion in the basket. All right. Stop bombing Baghdad. Do it every day. Okay. I want to watch it on TV. Iraq, Iraq. We've nothing to lose. It should take a day. Let us just put an end to it. Iraq, Iraq. I want to wake up. And see their cities don't exist. Poof in thin air and tell that Saddam Hussein. We're really pissed. You're under my skin. That little piece of sh ain't getting away. I'll get the mob to make a hit from old New York. The Dom has got to go of that now. We all know it's time to bomb oh. Iraq, Iraq. Okay. Their cities all blown to bits. Oh. And say that we're number one. Top of the heat. We can't be beat. Again, we have one. Start bombing Iraq. Why not start today? Let's make a parking lot of it. That old Iraq. And when all the boys are there, I'll do a show with that chick there and say goodbye, Iraq. So, 10.04 WQM, let's hear it. Oh! There you go. We're going to bomb them into the Stone Age. It's about time. See, if the Butch men would have done it right in 91, we wouldn't have to be in there doing this all over again. 
But you know something? We are. And I say, oh! all right, is what I say. And, of course, uh, there are assholes out there like uh, Robert Grieper. Who, now, is he running the board today? What is the story? Where do you no, know he's from just him? running around being Oh, he's just running around being a jackass. If I've told him once, I've told him nine times that, uh, you know, he better uh, get with the program. I think that before anybody gets elected to public office in this country, they ought to be subjected to a rabies test. No, seriously, because we had some rabid lunatics running around last night. Trent Lott, of course, who's busy, uh, you know, attacking, uh, let's see, Jews and blacks and uh, fags and who else? Everybody else. Kleptomaniacs, alcoholics, they're all the same. And he uh, definitely needed a rabies test. But Gerald Solomon of New York. Oh, what, what is with the Jews lately, you know? Right in the middle of Hanukkah, we've got this uh, problem. Some of our most embarrassing people have been turned loose, and we can't put a leash on them. You've got Monica Lewinsky and her rabid mother. You've got the ultra-rabid uh, Lucianne Goldberg. Who am I leaving out? Robert Grieper. There you go. I've told him 900 times. And now we got Gerald Solomon, that rabid lunatic congressman from New York, who's on there last night, right after we started seeing the bombs bursting in air, and we were all going, yeah, like that. And he gets on there on CNN, and he is carrying on like a man who is just uh, on acid. I mean, just out of his mind, out of control. How could he do this? And then, of course, within a couple of hours, uh, you know, some of the more reasonable people are saying, well, you know, we talked to the uh, Secretary of State, William, and we talked to the Secretary of Defense, William Cohen, who's a former Republican senator from Maine, and we uh, were briefed, and uh, guess what? We uh, think this is the right time, and it's okay. And speechmen will have to go on the back burner for a day or two or three or four while we're bombing them into the Stone Age, since they're over there busy making uh, anthrax and other, uh, you know, chemical weapons, etc., so here we are, boys and girls, and so far this morning, 74% of the American public are saying, yeah, we like it. We support it. We like it. We're all for it. Only 13% say, oh, we don't like it. And the rest of them are saying, where? Yeah, no, that's what they're saying. The, listen, if you went out on, this is the honest to God truth. By the way, there's the Iraqi foreign minister who this said, no, no, we can condense it down. He said, Oy. that's what he said. But if you went out on the street and you had a map of the world, if you had a globe, now I don't know about you, but when I was a kid, I had a globe of the world, okay? Which was very helpful. Plus, I was a stamp collector as a kid, which uh, was totally useless as far as making any money with it. But nevertheless, I learned uh, Magyar uh, coats, uh, whatever that thing was, from Hungary, and all that good stuff, including countries that don't exist anymore, like Ceylon, which is now that little turd, that Sri Lanka under that uh, India. You turd! Dumped out. But at any rate, so I learned like where the different countries in the world were and even where all the different states are. And yeah, I think that most of us who have got an IQ larger than our thumbnail can look at a map of the U.S. without any names on the states. And we can tell, oh yeah, here's New York and here's Indiana and here's Oklahoma. You know, I think most people, I'm not talking about intellectuals, I'm not talking about rocket scientists, I'm just talking about rational, ordinary people who've got any modicum of intelligence, who do not be asking too many questions. They can uh, figure out, figure out where it is. But if you were to ask them to point out Iraq on the map of the uh, world or on the globe, they couldn't do it. They couldn't even begin to know where to stick it. They would be looking in there, I mean, all over the place. See, a little bit of education. I know it's a dangerous thing, but let me tell you one thing. It puts the lotion in the basket. That's right, for whatever that means. And then, of course, Fred Grimm this morning writes, uh, I don't know what to make of these columnists. You know, everyone, about once a year, some of these guys write a good column, like Fred Grimm. He wrote a great column here a couple of months ago that I was raving about on the air. I forget what it was about. Silence, not golden. 
and he's writing about how most of us who are rational, uh, you know, we support Bubba and we're against the impeachment and this and that, and Clay Shaw got a billion calls, and he thinks it was a setup deal, and he's still going to vote for impeachment. And then in the end, he talks about how Hillary has fallen strangely silent right now. Like, what is she supposed to be saying about this? Huh? I mean, the only thing Hillary is probably muttering a lot these days is... That fucking bitch. Yeah, like that. Probably not in his quite as deep a voice as Lee Bailey, but similar uh, sentiment. He says, most of us, even in Democratic Broward, are right there with Hillary, a groundswell of benumbed quiet. In other words, they thought that once the impeachment thing got on the verge of that, everybody was going to be screaming and carrying on, and it was big, uh, you know. But I think now that we decided we're going to go over there and bomb them into submission. And by the way, the uh, air raid sirens went off about a half an hour ago. Now, yesterday, about a half hour after they first went off, uh, the bombers started bursting in air. Okay, we saw the anti-aircraft fire first, and then we realized that the cruise missiles were dropping all over the place. And this is going to be a daily event, since it is now like uh, nine minutes after six in the p.m. and over in Baghdad. How come Dan Rather, by the way, can't figure out eight hours ahead? Did you see that last night? It was shortly after five, after the attack started, and he's on there. Uh, saying, well, let's see, it's uh, 1 o'clock in the morning. No, 2 o'clock, isn't it? Uh, it's 2 o'clock in the morning. No, Dan, it's uh, 8 hours. 5 plus 8 is like uh, midnight plus 1. That's uh, your follow order. No, it's 2 in the morning. How much is he making? About $20 million a year? I love Dan Rather, don't get me wrong. He can't add, but he sure can multiply. So what's the frequency, Dan? No, seriously, isn't that kind of embarrassing? Don't you think Walter Cronkite is sitting back in his chair with his big, uh, with something in his puss, harumphing and saying, What's the matter with you, Dan? Yeah, can't you figure out eight hours? I mean, like eight hours from now is at 10 after 6 p.m., isn't it? <laughs> Last time I checked. So it's dark over there right now, and it's going to get a lot darker, I think. Ten minutes after 10 at 560 WQM. Neil Gunn. No stardom's hiding. Not more than guns. They say they're weapons of mass destruction. I say we send a couple megatons bombing around. All right. In the Gulf War, letting off the hook. I think it's time to. Give his butt a wood So it's time To load those B1s up On Iraq Oh! On Iraq Till there's nothing left to see On Iraq Till seven, six feet deep On Iraq Blow up the creek, bomb Iraq. Yep. And they say he's got some guns and chemicals that burn. And he might learn from a bombster. If we learn to burn, we're going to be wet. Because some of them scouts won't be done. Bomb Iraq, bring it to an end. Bomb Iraq, we'll blow him up again. Bomb Iraq, live on CNN. Bomb Iraq, oh! 
560 WQAM. And, you know, we don't want to interrupt any ball games with this. <laughs> you do understand that here at QAM. We don't want to interrupt the ball games, do we? No. Okay, so let's get it over with uh, in about three or four days. Yeah, La Bamba is going to be dropping again very soon. It's uh, dark. It's getting darker than you think over there. By the way, speaking of uh, very exciting things, our Center One total, do you realize what we're going to do on the air today? We're going to go over 100 grand on the air during the show today. Confidence is very high. We have 99,159. And thanks, by the way, a lot of people came by the uh, game last night and they brought me checks. And even uh, one guy brought me a $50 bill. Rimmer sent over a check. How do you like that? It was all zeros. No, it had the uh, nice, nice going there, Rimmer. Nice check from uh, Rimmer. Three, uh, three numbers, three figures. Two of them zeros. No, nice going, Rimmer, man. How about those checks? They stunk. How about those penguins? They stunk. But anyway, 99159 so we need $841 between now and two, and Chris is going to be out there in a QAM van. He tells me somewhere in North Miami Beach. And I said, well, uh, you know, depending on which block you're in, there's like Schvoes and Spoes and a couple of white people and a few old Jews. So we'll figure out where he's going to be, and we'll let you know as soon as possible. And maybe today you might be the one. I wish we had some tremendous prize to give to the person who's going to put us over 100 grand. Do we have a tremendous prize? No. No, but we give you our profuse thanks and wish you happy Hanukkah and happy uh, Merry Christmas and happy New Year. And uh, we give you our best wishes, as the old saying goes. 99,159. Pretty goddamn impressive, if you ask me. So I was just asking George, and maybe some of you have some thoughts on this, although I doubt it. You're still looking for a rack on the map. Is that what they're doing? Uh-huh. They're looking on their little uh, globe of the world. Where is it already? Where are those turban heads? Here they are. This uh, foreign minister, by the way, is on it. We didn't do nothing. And he says, if public opinion is going to change real soon, as soon as we can get Peter Arnett over there in front of those buildings with the baby milk factory signs on them. There you go. Oh! Baby milk factory, hand-painted in English. See, I don't see the media got sucked into that, and it's embarrassing. It was embarrassing then, seven years ago, during the Bush days, when we went in there first time and didn't uh, finish him off. The excuse being, well, we only went in there to uh, free Kuwait, and we didn't want to uh, you know, mess it up too much. Right. While you're there, you know, while you're already there, you might as well just to be sure uh, finish him off and put him back into the Stone Age. And we didn't do it, and now we're paying the price for that, and we have to go back in there again. Only this time we're going to go in again and again and again. And uh, But but I was asking George, and uh, see, the media evidently doesn't understand this. It's, it's not complicated. In other words, if you go over there and you do it because you know this man is a maniac, he's like Hitler too, Hitler Jr., and he's even gassing with poison gas his own people, the Kurds in northern Iraq. Okay, so he's, he'll kill anybody. And he's building all these weapons of mass destruction. He's a, a lunatic, the greatest threat to our survival on the face of the globe. And you know these things, and then you go in there and you start these inspections, and guess what? They're finding things. It's not, keep in mind, it's not that the inspection team has been going in there and not finding anything. They've been finding things. Yeah. These are examples. Yeah, blow it off. Blow it out your uh, rectum. Okay, laundry head, get him out of here. The Iraqi foreign minister, uh, Mohammed uh, al Shaouf uh, Mahmoud, whatever his name is. Mohammed said. Yeah, yeah Mohammed said this, and Mohammed said that, and uh, uh, we said, blow it out your ass. But no, seriously, stop and think about this. Every time the inspectors go over there and do their job, and they're permitted to do so, they're finding crap. And then they're discovering that they're taking some buildings, they're taking all the furniture out, and they're moving stuff around, and. Uh, you know, and they go into buildings that were like all kinds of stuff in before. Now they're empty. Not that we should be suspicious, of course, right? No. No, of course not. 
But so in other words, every time we give them like five minutes uh, that we look the other way, they're building more, you know, they're trying to build up their nuclear capabilities and chemical uh, weapons and biological weapons and anthrax, et cetera, and so on. And uh, they're doing it. So, so that shouldn't that alone be reason to be going in there doing what we're doing now? Uh-huh. Of course. And, of course, some of the people around the world, like the French who never met a terrorist that they didn't like, they're, uh, well, parlez-vous, we don't like it. Well, you know, something we don't give a crap whether you like it or not, okay, Froggy? We don't give a crap. And the Chinese, well, I guess don't remember those mushroom clouds not too far to the north back in the 40s. They're opening up a big puss because they don't like the fact that we're interfering in the eternal affairs. You know, if they want to kill people at Tiananmen Square, so be it. We should mind our own business and buy a lot of their cheap crap. So they're putting a chink into this whole thing by opening up a big mouth. And who are the other ones? Oh, in Thailand. Like, oh, we yeah. give a crap about right. them? Let them, let them Korea, service obviously. the pedophiles over there in Thailand and not worry about important stuff. What? North Korea. And the Russians. Don't forget the Russians. Oh, the Russians. And, of course, they're looking. Boris, Boris still can't get up out of his chariot today. They said, hey, we're bombing Iraq. He said, well, Boris, Boris. He don't know what's going on. So just the fact, you know, just stop and think about it. The fact that every time these inspectors uh, do their thing, and they're bragging about the fact that, well, we found so many uh, thousands and thousands of tons of this. Well, okay. So what that means is they're, uh, you know, they're already violating the agreements that uh, we made, and they're uh, building weapons of mass destruction. So blow them up. That's what we say. And I say, oh, yes. And to the doubting Thomases out there who want to, and, and let me say this to you. William Cohen, who's, like I said, former Republican senator, who is beyond reproach, the Secretary of Defense, even the most ardent of Republicans, except for the two rabid dogs, Trent Lott and Gerald Solomon, all the other ones are saying, well, you know something, though, he never stole a freight train. We trust him. We don't trust Bubba, and we don't trust these other guys, but we sure as hell trust him, and there's no way under any circumstances, unless uh, they're slipping some money under the table, but there's no way that he would have gone along with this, the Joint Chiefs of Staff, et cetera, and so on, if this was just a desperate, last-minute political move. And if they would have waited, and they got this Ramadan crap coming up this weekend, then that gives them another whole month, because if they would have started the attack during that month, then all of our other Arab friends, do we have any Arab friends? <laughs> uh, you know, our buddies, our good, close, personal friends, they would have had a nervous breakdown. Oh, you can't do this, because you're dealing with religious lunatics. So we certainly don't want to inject religion into this, do we? No. God forbid. But it is interesting now that the poll numbers are skyrocketing up in 74 per only 13 percent. Do you realize what a minuscule number that is? Disapprove of the bombing of Iraq. Those are like World War II figures. 13 percent. Of course, Robert Grieper is one of those, so now it's like 12 and a half percent. Pretty soon, if we get, you know, if we figure out enough lunatics, we'll be down to 9 percent. If you take out Gerald Solomon and Trent Lott, it's already down to a little under 9%, I think. Right, Robert? Well, what do you expect from Robert? He's had a tough life, you know? He probably he probably saw that uh, Hustler magazine they held up at the hockey game on the thing last night. He's probably going through a change of life right now. Well, what's that? What are those? And what's that? Yeah. What's that hairy thing? Yeah, somebody last night, since we do need more entertainment, although we did have a very entertaining game last night. Nice going, Sean Burke. About time, sweetheart. Played a great game for us. About time. Once I told you, once a month he'll play like that. Then the rest of the time he's uh, in the toilet. But that was very entertaining at the Macarena. We had a good crowd, over 18,000 last night. A little late arriving because I'm sure many of you wanted to stay home and watch the bombs bursting in here. Watch Christiana Amanpour. In fact, we were taking, you know, I'm not really sure. Do we want to get Sodom first or her? I'm not really sure. 
what would give me greater pleasure? I mean, obviously we want to get him, which is not, you know, that's going to be very difficult. Getting her is a piece of cake. Kind of as a payback for the uh, crap that she pulled when the Pope was down in Cuba and she was, she had her pom-poms and her little cross and, uh, you know, and her rosary beads and was doing her cheerleading routine, posing as a newscastress during that time. And my favorite moment of the evening last night was when she uh, said, oh, there's just a bullet just hit up here on the roof. I don't think I'm going any closer. This is going to be my vantage point. I'm not, uh, that's as far as I'm going right there. Okay. That was beautiful. So we'll find out if the uh, public is whipped up into a frenzy about this today. Like I said, nice going last night. I do, I, you know, we had some more technical problems. I heard the guys talking about it this morning. Luckily, after the first period, we got those straightened out in the $200 million Macarena, which we just can't seem to get our ass together. First period, penalty clock, special ed gets a dumb penalty, and the penalty clock, does it work? No. It's sitting there. And now they're announcing, and then a delay in the game. See, these delays, these ponderous delays, I mean, it makes you think, am I ever going to get the hell out of here? And you wonder why all those people leave, like, uh, it's getting to be 2 in the morning. It's about time we better get home. Because by the time we get home, it's going to be time to get up and go to work in the morning. So it's kind of not conducive to people sticking around to the very end. And believe me, they don't. They do not. We've got a whole, we've got thousands of people who come to these sporting events, and after the second period, the score is one-one. Makes no difference. Time to go home. Time to go home. They're gone. And you look up and think, well, they must be out getting another weenie or another beer or something. No, they're just gone. They're not coming back. They're gone. How come I'm hearing that echo back on my? Is that because we're on this other line today? Something really weird. Perhaps. Well, I don't care. I'm not going to worry about it. And one of the things that I found, you know, and so we had the disruptions with the uh, penalty clock, which they finally got fixed, and then we had uh, the horn go off. Thank God they kept playing. The horn was tooting. Somebody was tooting during the game last night. No tooting during the game, by the way. You understand? Have you got it? Yeah, I'm on. Thank you. No tooting while the game is in progress. Three times in the uh, same uh, short span of time, the uh, horn went off briefly. And then uh, <laughs> and people are going, like, what's going on here? What kind of a Bush League operation is this? But speaking of Bush League, my favorite moment of that game last night, in the third period, Stu Barnes, who's in a coma, you know, he's a streaky guy, he's have a real bad slump right now. Nice goal, Marty Straka, by the way. Oh! But at any rate, he's skating across uh, center ice, he's got the puck, and the crowd starts going, Stu, Stu, like, like the old days. Uh, guess what? He don't play for us anymore, okay? They do that in Pittsburgh. He's one of them now. These people, they, they need instruction, just a little bit of instruction, they'll be okay. 26 after 10 at 560, WQM. You're a bastard. Iraqi language lesson number one. Let us begin. There's a camel sniffing your sister. If my camel had a face like yours, I'd shave its butt and teach it to walk backward. Rondanus Mandakunte Witchy Witchy. Pardon me, miss, but you have a witchy in your robe. Now, turn the record over for Iraqi language lesson number two. I think number two just says, Oh, 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 oh! Over and over again. Okay, it's 1031. By the way, even little uh, Jimmy Carter. Remember Jimmy? Anybody remember him? No. From Plains, uh, Georgia? No. No, I don't remember him. But anyway, even he's saying that anybody who would even dare suggest, anybody who would have the audacity to suggest that there's political motivation behind this, since we've known it's coming anyway for uh, weeks and months now, anybody who would suggest that should probably be taken out and horse whipped at the very least, or something, including Gerald Solomon, and especially Trent Lott. Rabbit. Let me say it again. Rabies test for everybody. Oh! 
Okay, we're not getting like a tremendous immediate response here from the audience out there. Maybe Fred Grimm's got a point. Maybe they just, uh, when you come right down to it, don't give a flying crap. That could be it. Open line in Broward. Oh, Dade. Dade has By the way, they're bombing Iraq. Anybody in Dade heard about it yet? No. Okay, they're a little slow. They'll get the message as soon as the cockfights are over. 5670560, pound 560 on the mobile one line. Going to be an exciting day here on the show. We're going to go over 100 grand for Center One right here on the show today. Guaranteed. You can bet your uh, bet somebody else's life on it. Here's a mobile in Pompano. Hello. Neil. How yes, you sir. Doing? Okay. Uh, went to a game last night. I had great seats. Yeah. I was in the third row in section 114, mm-hmm. and we had this snobby lady next to us. She said, "Oh, you po- you can't possibly be in the seats." And uh, but anyways, where are you going to be with Borders on Saturday? Where am I going to be inside what, what the borders? store? What, what borders? In the plantation, Sunrise, whatever that is, Sunrise Boulevard, out there in West Broward. Okay. Right, next, last, to, right next to the prestigious Amico station, yes. Okay, last thing. Did you read the article in New Times on page 5, the last uh, New Times that just came out? No. About? You, you definitely need to read it. About what? It's, about, uh, um, it's a manager of uh, Hollywood Honda, who they say is racist and uh, he, because he does a lot of jokes that you play on the air. Uh, you, you've got to read it. It's hilarious. Okay, great. I'll check it out. Have a great right, oh, whatever. Have a great holiday and whatever you said. What do you say? Okay, we have an open line at Broward, 5670560. By the way, we did have some people in front of us last night that I've never seen before, and uh, the guy was getting drunker and drunker and drunker. And then uh, when they got ready to leave long before the game was over, got up and stood in front of me and then turned around and said, excuse me, I'm sorry. And then he continued standing in front of me while he tried to uh, collect his wife, et cetera. And then, uh, you know, the game was going on. Don't, don't, that's okay, you know. Don't worry about it. We didn't come here to watch a game. We just came here to see your back and see whether you can really stand up or not. And by the way, have a nice drive home. Just, I mean, tanked out of his mind, this guy. Just bombed, plastered. All right. Let's go to a, a mobile in Naples. Hello. What's going on, Neil? Yes, sir. Uh, this CNN is incredible, isn't it? They yeah, had a meeting. They were doing weather reports this morning. Yeah. They're like describing the weather in Baghdad. The guy's pretty much like saying, oh, perfect weather for bombing today. Exactly. That's right. We want to know. We want to know clear sailing and everybody's going, oh, all right. We want to make sure that uh, we want to see the bombs bursting in the air. We want to get good footage, you know. Yep. Congratulations with all your work with the uh, Center One. Thank you. We're doing and just uh, phenomenal, man. This thing took off like a rocket ship. Can I call somebody a douchebag? Yeah. Uh, Wee Wee Zavala, you're a douchebag. Yeah, nice name, too, by the way. Okay. See ya. <laughs> okay, you're a douchebag, Wee Wee. Which brings to mind, of course, well, hey, some people uh, think he's a good guy. I like the wee-wee. See, there you go. We have an open line at day two in Broward, 5670560 and pound 560 on the mobile one line. Boy, these people are sure fired up about this today, aren't they? Huh? They don't give a crap. They're not all worked up into a frenzy. They're just sitting back and in their rocking chair, rocking back and forth, waiting for the next shoe to drop, the next bomb to drop. There's Tony Blair, a good friend. Phil consistently sought to frustrate attempts. Okay, go go uh, say uh, pay your regards to Diana again. Okay, there's our good friends the Brits, and I don't I don't want to get too carried away about that our good friends. They're our good friends because uh, they got no other choice. That's right. Because we keep bailing their ass out. So, uh, you know, every every now and then uh, they pretend that they're our good friends. Okay, whatever you say, we go along with it because uh, that's the only reason we're here and we're alive. Right. And by the way, how about paying back your award debt? No. Okay. Well, we just thought we'd ask Tony Blair, he's a good guy. He's not one of those constipated Brits, one of those right-wing fanatics like Margaret Thatcher or that boring terminal John Major who looked like a mannequin in a suit. Here's a guy that's got like a little pizzazz, especially for the British. They don't know what the hell to make out of this guy. Where are we going? Let's go to a North Miami Beach. Hello. How are you doing, sir? Yes, sir. I'm pissed off about it. 
I'm, I'm a little, about what? About what's going on over there. You know, and the reason why is because I would I would have liked to have seen this be a more definitive end to a means. Uh, you know, throwing bl- tomahawk missiles blindly over there, and don't don't think that I'm being critical of of the decision to do it. I think it should have been done a long time. Why, why do you say blindly? In other words, they don't have any well, targets. They don't have any a game plan. Is that what you're saying? This no. thing has been in the works for months. They, in fact, they were on last night detailing all no, of the. No, 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 no. You don't know what I'm saying. When I say blindly, I mean a tomahawk missile. Is gonna is gonna hit its target most of the time, mm-hmm. okay? But a gra- uh, you know a ground force, an airstrike is gonna be more on target every time. Agree? So, so in other words, you think we ought to have a, a ground troops over there? Is that what you're saying? I'm saying that the, the first time they were there, they should have finished the damn job. Well, of course, but that's uh, we can't turn the clock back seven years. Boots didn't do it, you know. Yeah, but and but doing this is not gonna resolve anything. He's still gonna be able to hide everything that he needs to hide. How do you know that? If you hear, if we knew about it all this time, don't you think he knew about it? And he's been moving troops around, and he's been moving, I mean, not troops, but his, his weapons around? Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, you move your checkerboards around. You know, checker- so, so, so maybe the best way to describe it is as a containment exercise and is to, uh, you know, set him back every time we, we're going to have to do this, set him back a few years until the people over there, until he loses any popular support, and they finally throw his ass out of there. Absolutely. Until they have a revolution because they can't uh, sustain any more of this. That's right. That's the way I feel about it. Yeah. That's what I think. So like every, to... every year, you know, we'll have like a, on a calendar. We'll mark it on a calendar. He's going to know about it, but nevertheless, we'll accomplish what we need to do for three, four, five days, whatever it takes, and send him back a few years. Well, send him back in, into the Stone Age. Right, exactly. People. Okay. Well, we're on agreement then. I, I just, you know, you're watching this thing. You know, you're watching ABC and Tom Brokaw describing the possible targets. Right. And you know that they're watching the same news broadcast. Yeah, well, like they don't already have that information, like they, they don't know where we want to hit? Right. You know, that's exactly what I mean. And so it, it's really an exercise in futility unless they do it right. Yeah. That's all. Well, maybe they will. I want to see it done right. That's okay. All. Well, let's, uh, like I said, maybe nuclear weapons over the weekend, <laughs> as in Happy Ramadan. Yeah, okay. happy to you. Okay, and back to you. Take care. Okay, two open lines in Dade County. He's right, and of course the thing I don't understand, I mean, if they did, would have watched Godfather 3, huh? He got him with his glasses, okay, right in the neck. I mean, here, how come they have all these uh, flicks with Saddam is on there and they do interviews? I think we ought to sacrifice Barbara Walters. Sounds good to me. Oh. Uh, why not? I bet, take a poll on that immediately. Should we sacrifice Barbara Walters and send her ass over there other than guys are doing an interview? Uh-huh. There you go. Bobo, come on, stick those glasses in his neck. Nice going, sweetheart. Oh. Good a statue in uh, memory. 21 before 11 at 560 WQM. Neil Rogers is my lover. Well, congratulations. Get a life. Hello, America. It's your old buddy, Saddam. You miss me? You always miss me. <laughs> Baghdad is going up in smoke. <laughs> you Americans. Cannot take a joke. Bombs over my head. You're blowing something hot. But I'm still not dead. Whoa, whoa, miss me, huh? <laughs> Bubba thought he's done acting for oil. By blowing me away. Too bad that he missed the mark. Because this dog still having his day. And I am lifting my leg on your carpet. Your smart bomb will never end this war. Hey, not unless uh, they can go door to door. Can't hand me my head, but you got nothing in yours, pal. Ah. <laughs> hey, look, 
The car still ain't dead. I'm still breathing. 98.6. How's that? <laughs> hey, Billy, you can't get me. Oh, no. <laughs> I did not try to hurt your foot. I love you guys. Trust me. You can trust me, Frank. I love you guys. What? <laughs> 1045 at 560 WQM. We got Tony Blair on the right side of the screen. We got a dark uh, Baghdad, 645 p.m. their time on the left side on CNN. Just to keep you abreast, those who can't be near your TV to see the bombs bursting in here when they start again, which they haven't caught yet, I don't believe. But we'll, yeah, get him off of there, okay? Tell him, Diana, we know she's dead. Anyway, here's the facts from Ray in Houston who bought our uh, best of stuff and even a Neil T-shirt uh, for, for our Center One over the Internet. Nice going, Ray in Houston. We got your facts. Oh! And have a happy holiday at Cinnamon Shaw. Okay, here's another chronic. See the, see the scrawling handwriting? I don't even read it. I don't even read it, okay? Don't even waste my time reading the chronic factors because why would I? Am I that stupid? No. I may be dumb and slow, but am I that dumb and slow? No. No, is anybody that dumb and slow? No. I doubt it. Okay, let's take a call or two. I want to get to this article somebody faxed me that uh, we had a couple of calls about already, which I, I, no, I'm not going to say I can't believe it. It's so typical for this town. Tomas Garcia Fuste has been yanked off the air by Radio Fe, WWFE, La Poderosa, whatever that means. What is that? La Ponderosa? Well, I bet you Lauren Green is pissed off. How's it spelled? Poderosa. Poderosa. P-O-D-E-R-O-S-A. Oh, the powerful one? Yeah, with their 10 watts? Yeah, they're pretty powerful. <laughs> but anyway, we'll talk about that because he expressed an opinion they don't like. He didn't say Maricon, Maricon, and they said, you're out. Here's a mobile in uh, Lake Worth. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. How you doing? Great. Bible something spook from New Jersey. Yeah. Who hates bubble like poison, but I want to tell Trent Lott this, and I want him to mark it down. A lot of spooks in New Jersey. Yeah. Back off. Let the president do his job, and uh, go check on Dan Burton's birth support checks. For right. A while. And go uh, pick up some kleptomaniacs and alcoholics and fags in the department store and get out of our uh, face. One more thing, Neil. Yes. I'll see you. Board is on Saturday, and. Wayne Heisinger is a monumental asshole. He's an asshole. Okay, God bless you, sir. He said it in a nutshell. Open line at Dade 1 in Broward, 5670560 and pound 560 on our mobile one line. That's right. We'll be at Borders in uh, Plantation this Saturday, noon to 2. That's on Sunrise Boulevard. I keep saying Plantation because on that side of the street, uh, depending on where you are, it can be called Sunrise. It can be called a lot of things is what it can be called. But it's right in my hood, right out there between Best Buy and the uh, famous Anaco Station. Why is that a famous animal? I don't know why it is, because it just is. And we'll be there at Borders Noon to two raising money. We'll have the best of stuff, and we'll have T-shirts, and we'll have, uh, it'll be uh, tremendous is what it'll be. It'll be our last appearance this year for Center One, by the way. I just mentioned that in passing, which I know breaks a lot of people's hearts. So when are we going to find out from Chris where he's going to be with the QN van? I asked. 163rd Street over towards Biscayne, somewhere he's going to try to find a good spot. 163rd toward Biscayne in North Miami. So No, that's not North Miami. Mm. Beach. How can it be? It's North Miami Beach. If it's, uh, well, wait a minute. See, I get confused about that. Now, 151st was North Miami if you're, like, west of uh, the Intercoastal. Well, what difference does it make whether you call it North Miami, North Miami Beach, Schvotown, Spotown? Now, well, what difference does it make? Whatever, he's going Miami to the and he's going to try to find a nice spot. Then he'll find a good spot over there, and we'll let you know uh, where you'll find the <laughs> spot, okay? And then uh, 841 bucks. we should do that uh, by noon once uh, we find out where he's going to be. And you can help put us over the hundred grand mark. What more can you want? We're bombing the crap out of Iraq. Oh. We're going to uh, raise over a hundred grand for Center One. Oh. What the hell more could anybody want? Life is certainly smelling pretty good. Smell it. Here's a mobile in Miami. Hello. Mobile in Miami. Hello. 
Yes, sir. Uh, all I just want to say is I hate Clinton like poison, but he's 100% right on this. Okay. Okay, thank you much. Thank you. How do you like that? He hates Bubba like poison. I like the way he said that, like poison, which he stole from me. But nevertheless, that's good because we want to, you know, understand how you feel. But he's with him on this, okay? Oh! As opposed to that Gerald Solomon. I, I, I'm telling you, this man, he was, you could see the foam in his mouth. He was uh, frothing, out of control. And then they brought on some Democratic congressman who I never even heard of before, and he just ripped him in ass. It was, just, it was great. He said, Gerald Solomon is known for outrageous comments and uh, for being a jackass, basically, is what he said. He said, uh, he's an asshole. Is what he said. But he said, in this particular case, it is so irresponsible and unbelievable. In fact, even Bernie Shaw was hyperventilating on CNN. He said, you mean to say, uh, Congressman Solomon, that you're standing there and you're willing to call the president, uh, uh, you're risking the lives of our military, et cetera, and question it? He said, yes. And I thought Bernie Shaw was going to, like, uh, take off the headphones and just going to run right down there himself and beat the crap out of this guy. Because Bernie Shaw don't take any crap from anybody. He is one mean mother. Crap. It's not something that's in his vocabulary, unless he's dishing it out. Well, I sure, I'm, I, I really, uh, Jones for the days when he used to have the back calls on the big dish for CNN. And you could see the stuff behind the scenes, you know, when they were feeding stuff. Because Bernie Shaw, man, he is a mean, mean-spirited, nasty mother. He is. I remember one time they were doing a newscast, and they were getting ready to set up the, uh, the Larry King show, I guess, at that time. It was in the same studio, and they were getting ready to bring the guest in. And Bernie Shaw says, well, tell them somebody's doing a goddamn newscast in here right now, okay? They can wait out there until we're done with this effing, uh, it was beautiful. Nice going, Bernie. Oh! Our kind of militant uh, spook. Here's uh, Weston. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, How you doing? Great. Listen, I don't like Clinton much either, but he's, uh, I think, uh, going in the right direction. And... You better watch out for the French and the Chinese, because those, you know, the French should be, really be kissing our asses mm -hmm. for what we did for them. Right. Back they should to, be you know, us champagne by the uh, it, Yeah, they should be kissing our butts, but right. you know, since they do business with Saddam. Right. That's right. And and the Chinese too, and it's the same thing. And it's all money. It's all about money with the French. Well, I think there are two words that might uh, change their altitude about this. Two words. You're next. I think those two words might uh, yeah. change their altitude. You know, fast. And, and the French, they're always. You know, these people, what, what if he took over Europe? What, right. if, he, what if he starts uh, sending scuds over there or something? Exactly. Sure. They'd, be crying, they'd be crying out for us, just like they did in the 40s. Right, always whining for us to come and bail out their uh, their pansy ass, right. All right, and just wanted to call a couple friends douchebags. Yes, sir. Carlos Guzman, you're a major douchebag. Was that two? Okay, see ya. <laughs> okay. We have an open line in Broward, 5670560 in Palm 560 on the mobile one line. By the way, one of our listeners up there, what's her name? Valerie. Thank you, Valerie. Sends me a list. I don't want to do Do we want to go back on that names thing again? Uh -huh. well, I will do that later on. I just want to read some of these later. Did you look at this list? Oh, boy. Some real names of customers for a company that she works for. And wait till you hear, you'll be hearing some of these names, man. You are going to freak out. When in doubt, you're going to be freaking out. You're going to be dropping your own <laughs> bombas all over the place. Here's uh, Miami. Hello. Morning, Neil. Yes, sir. Um, just wanted to say I'm very glad that we decided to wish uh, the uh, a the Arabs a uh, happy Ramadan American style. Right. And all I can say really is I really hope that this time we do the job right, no pussyfooting like last time. Right. Because, I mean, you know, why is this guy still even there? I mean, what was Operation Desert Storm all about? What was the deal? Well, supposedly they say we went in there because he invaded Kuwait and we had to liberate Kuwait and we got them out of Kuwait and then we uh, walked away and we let them start building up all over again, I mean, which I still don't understand. I don't you, can't even, you can't even call it the Middle East conflict. That was nothing. That was a, a vacation in the desert, you know? Right. 
And what's with all these callers calling in? Why? I mean, why does everybody hate Bubba so much? I don't understand that. What has Bubba done to anybody? No, no, but Besides I, getting I, a few blows. No, I, I think that is good, though. I, I, look, no matter who the president is, he could be the best goddamn president in history. Uh, there are going to be a lot of people who like him. There'll be a lot of people who hate him. That's just politics, or for whatever it is. Maybe they don't like his nose. Maybe they don't like his complexion. They don't like he's from Arkansas. Maybe their jealousy is getting so much action. Who knows what it is? But the fact, like that, that, but the fact that they do hate him and they still approve of this uh, thing, and they're not in bed with Trent Lott, I think is uh, speaks well. They don't like the fact that he's got all that pecorino from not being circumcised. I exactly. Um, they have a pecorino complex. You got a lot of those frogs apologizing to Iraq for the American invasion. Yeah. Get a load of that? I mean, what's with these? These are the same people that seek hailed Hitler in the uh, right in the World War II Olympics. And every, every terrorist uh, in the world, in the history of mankind, finds a safe haven in France. They go to the French Riviera. They wine them. They dine them. They do business with them. Uh, they're pigs. Them. That, that's exactly right. They suck their ass. They are pigs. And don't ever forget it. And parlez-vous. Have a nice holiday. I told you. The French are just disgusting. In fact, basically, the way to deal with the French is you just pretend they don't exist. That's the best deal, uh, way to deal with the French. Whether it's French Canadians, whether it's the French in France, you just, and believe me, you don't want to go to Paris, okay? Even, even if you like Paris, which I hated it like poison to uh, feel like guy's line, I hated it. I, I still wouldn't go there again because I don't want to give them my money. That's basically the bottom line. Even if it was paradise in Paris, which it is not, even if there was really uh, a great place and the people were wonderful, which they are not, even if they weren't pigs and threw all their uh, garbage on the streets, which they do, I still wouldn't go there again because I wouldn't give them one dime of my money. Their attitude, their whole ambiance is so nauseating and so revolting. And if you think it's just just a cliche or something somebody made up about how they hate the Americans, they hate everybody. They hate all the tourists. They won't lift a finger. It's the only country in Europe I've ever been in where they don't give a crap from tourists. They won't even uh, acknowledge that you exist. So you know what I say? them is what I say. That's what I say. That's right. Should I say it again? Anyway, TV host, radio yank show over gay ordinance, Spanish language radio and TV host, Tomas Garcia Fuste said his program, Buenos Dias Miami, was yanked off WWFE La Porosa because he supports the newly passed ordinance that forbids discrimination against gays and lesbians. Oh my God, Maricón, Maricón, Comunista, Comunista, Maricón. The program appears from 7 to 11 a.m. Monday through Friday on a cable channel, Tele Miami. Until Friday, the audio portion was simulcast by WWFE, 670 AM. At a news conference Monday, Garcia Fuste said his program became a victim of intolerance and that there is little hope that he can uh, come to a settlement with WWFE. They canceled the program on Friday, and did you read this? President of Phoenix Broadcasting, which owns WWFE, had a heated argument with some Telemiami employees who barred him from the TV studio. Wait until you hear the name of the president of Phoenix Broadcasting. Some Jew, I'll bet. No. Some spit. Okay. How many guesses do you need? Rodriguez. Look on your driver's license. An not another Rodriguez. WWFE canceled the program on Friday after George Rodriguez, president of Phoenix Broadcasting, which owns WWFE, <laughs> had a heated argument with some Miami employees. I knew it. I told you he was a miserable, hard-ass pick. Man, oh, man, of Shevitz. Owns a goddamn uh, TV station, and here we're uh, taking care of his car over here, and he's always crying. He ain't making enough money. Owns a goddamn uh, TV and radio. Boy, oh, boy. Talk about, I mean, how many George Rodriguez's could there possibly be? <laughs> like uh, Alex Gonzalez and Alex Fernandez and uh, this one, Rodriguez, and uh, Alex Fernandez, and uh, I can't keep them straight. I mean, is, there anybody, is there any Julio who's not named Rodriguez or Fernandez? No. Okay. 
At least at least they know a name, okay, and they stick with it. They keep it simple. Jose, Luis, that's it, that's enough, okay. Julio, okay, fine, don't overdo it. Four minutes before 11 at 560 WQAM. The Neil Rogers Show, now on 560 WQAM, Miami, Fort Lauderdale. Burn the bloody bitches. They're lurking in convenience stores everywhere. Uh, microwave burrito, please. Let me turn my radio down. You explode burrito in microwave and make yucky. You clean it up. They're lurking behind the counters. One slushy please. Two leaves slushy missing grip and make it yucky. You clean it up. And you can't escape it. The fear of Turban Head. Terrorist convenience store clerks. It's arachnophobia. Yeah, a pack of camels, please. In my country, camels travel in herds, not in packs. You stupid American imperialist lies. Arachnophobia. Coming to a convenience store near you. It's the bomb. Level 2 at 550 WQAM. Oh, there's Bubba, by the way. Oh, that's earlier. We don't want to hear what he said earlier. He's sitting there looking like, huh? What's going on? Anyway, somebody faxes me this thing about Dave Copay and uh, who came out of the closet 100 years ago former NFL player, and I thought today was supposed to be that show, The World of the Gay Athlete, The Last Closet on ESPN, and I'm looking at my newspaper just a moment ago to see what time that's on. I don't see anything about that at any time, on any channel, anywhere, uh, no how, no way, so I don't know. Anyway, George Rodriguez has got one version of the story that happened over there at Radio Fay, and then Tomas Garcia Fuste has got another version, and Rodriguez said that when he tried to go in there for a roundtable discussion about that, uh, that hate-a-thon that they had at the Orange Bowl two Saturdays ago, that they wouldn't let him go in there, and they got into a scuffle, and they were going, Maricon, 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 come on, he's coming in. Back at each other, you know, as the uh, Cubans tend to do, that when they get a little emotional. And uh, he said the cancellation of uh, Buenos Dias, Miami, has got nothing to do with the gay ordinance, and uh, they had a big contretemps, and bada beep, bada boop, and go out. Uh, he said, uh, Tomas Garcia Fus, they said they called him a Maricon, and he is not a Maricon, and uh, there it is. So more old crazy Cubans again who just uh, can't get their act together because they're obsessed with, uh, oh, and speaking of Maricones, by the way, here's a great little, uh, Thank you very much, by the way, for this cute little thing that somebody sent me on a fax. Two hillbillies riding down the road in a pickup truck down a country road. All of a sudden, they happen upon a sheep with his head caught in a wooden fence. The hillbillies pull over the road. One guy runs over, pulls his pants down, and starts doing the sheep. As he's having his fun, he yells to his buddy, Hey, you want some of this? So his friend runs up, pulls the sheep out of the fence, sticks his head in the fence, and yells out, Hell yeah! <laughs> okay, where do we go? Must have been in Lutz, huh? Must have been in Aintree. Here's uh, P. Ryan. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. I met you down at Borders uh, on Kendall when you were there, and I got some of your tapes. Enjoy Thank you. Enjoy them very much. Great. I have three little things. Okay. First off, let me say, go, George, go, about being undercover on the radio. Mm-hmm. Uh, nice scam, huh? Billy's, Billy's ratings can go right off the Richter scale if he just send that elite team in there and do the job this time. That's all I have to say about that. Okay. And I tried to reach you about those names. In my business, I've got a couple of names. Before he was born, I guess he inherited the name, Reverend Crooks, Deacon Hooker. Reverend Hooks, isn't that like an oxymoron? Yeah. Or is that re- no, it's a redundancy. I'm sorry. Okay. And we have a poor little girl named Merry Christmas. Oh, no. Dorothy Walker, a guy. Dorothy. Dorothy How Walker. How you doing, Doc? Yep, yep. Anyway, make my Christmas. I need two requests. Yeah. A big black guy named Ben. Yeah. Go in my car at that shop. And a prison bitch. Prison bitch? Boy, I sure have held off on that for a long time, haven't I? 
Yes, you have. Okay, you you've gotten it. Thank you. And have a merry. Merry to you. Christmas. Okay, how do you like that? How you doing, Mary? Now, is her name Merry Christmas or Merry Xmas, I wonder? We have an open line in date, 567. I mean, you know, it's a free country. If you want to name your kids a bunch of grotesque names because you're an asshole, just keep in mind they'll have to put up with it the rest of their lives. They're going to hate you like like poison. There's that line again, okay? It is the holidays. We're supposed to like like each other a little bit better this time of the year, but we're finding out there are some people who hate the <laughs> fill-in-the-blank like poison. Whatever it is, whether it's Bubba, whether it's their parents because they gave him a real crappy name, or just uh, anybody out there on the street who's driving crappy, they hate like poison. And they're proud of it, too. Here's uh, Margate. Hello. Hey, Neil. How you doing? Pretty good. I met you last time, me and my son, at the game. Right. The one with the one that said, uh, bada beep, bada boop. Right. He was great. Uh, anyway, I, I would chance... be surprised if he's got his own show pretty soon. <laughs> he, 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 gets me, he gets me in trouble. And then time we're in public and it was, somebody says about something about Neil... He gets that line with the rectum, and uh, my wife's all over me on that. <laughs> anyway, um, uh, I got a chance well, last tell night. Tell me to watch his unbelievable. No, tell me to watch rectum. Sorry. Yes, go ahead. <laughs> to uh, meet Mike Lang, and yeah, he is such a super nice guy. Yes, he is. He's a great guy and one of the all-time best broadcasters, and uh, too bad his team for him stuck to join out last he's night. But we need the points. We'll take it. But uh, he even went to the locker room and got uh, Yager to sign a puck for my uh, son. How do you like that? He was fantastic. Well, that's Mike. He's a great guy. He was. He said you were a super nice guy. He just didn't have the chance to get with you. No, no, I, I knew he wouldn't have come down because now the broadcast guys are way the hell up there. It takes uh, forever to get up. So I wasn't expecting him to schlep all the way down like he used to in the old arena. But uh, he's a great guy. It was my son's first hockey game, so he really got a... Hey, picked a good night, man. We actually treat. showed up last night. Burke played great, and uh, they looked really good. And, of course, Ray Whitney gets the winning goal. Oh! It's gone there, Ray, sweetheart. Absolutely. Thanks, Neil. Okay, have a great day. Yeah, well, a good time was had by all last night. In spite of the technical problems, at least we got them straightened out by the time the second period started, and we put that behind us, and uh, life went on, you know? Because once you start complaining a little bit too much, then they start calling you a hard ass. So if the seats are too narrow and the whatever else, uh, just get with it. Lose some weight. Open line of date, one in Broward, 5670. Now, plot this up a little bit. The U.S.S. Enterprise, things like F-14s and f I really can't tell because it's nighttime over there, but it looks awful smoky. You know what I I'm saying? I expect that we will continue to uh, conduct missions in support of Operation uh, Desert Fox, and that will consist of F-14s, F-18s, EA-16s. Looks real smoky to me. And... Uh, at 7.07 p.m. Baghdad. You say the mission will continue. That's our understanding for the White House and the Pentagon as well. Do you have any indication how much longer this operation will last? A couple of months. Uh, I do not. Um, we are prepared to carry out any tasking that's assigned to the Enterprise Data Group, and uh, we're prepared to uh, do that for whatever length of time uh, is required of us. Yeah. Okay, Kamen. No, I don't see there are like a couple of cars on the road there. I don't see anything really happening yet. But we're keeping our eye on it, baby. We got our eye peeled. And as soon as the bombs start bursting in the air, believe me, you'll hear it. There you go. We won't have no ball games. I'm really curious. I'm wondering what happened on this station at 5 o'clock yesterday. Somebody came to me at the game last night, told me at 6 o'clock, uh, Boog or somebody said, okay, let's, when Clinton was speaking, they said, okay, let's go and the, the president speaking now, addressing the nation about the attack in Iraq. And uh, we had some sports thing that got on by mistake for a minute or so. Hey, listen, we don't like preempting the the scores and the odds on this station, okay? It takes a hell of a lot for us to start. If they were dropping nuclear weapons up in Miramar, we'd still be telling you, hey, don't forget that big game Monday night, baby. That's the most important crap. 
So I'm kind of curious what was going on here yesterday about 5 o'clock when they were dropping the bombs and everybody in the world was sitting there with their eyes glued, just uh, transfixed in front of their TV set. And I noticed we had a good crowd last night, over 18,000 people, but boy, did they show up late last night. And the reason probably being that most people, including me, stayed home like a little extra later than usual because we wanted to uh, soak it in. We were sitting there in front of the TV set going, yeah, like that. <laughs> That's right. In fact, most of the people last night were going, on the way out of the arena, including that guy in front of us. And we just plastered out of his puss. Two open lines in Dade, 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. We got Hank coming along at 2. We got the booster at 6. We got Eddie K with the uh, GA show at 10 o'clock tonight. You want to put a good stogie in your puss during these holidays? You know, during the holiday time, you know, not only give nice gifts to other people, but treat yourself a little bit. That's right. Give yourself a treat from our friends at Nick's. Go down there and pick up some of the best cigars you've ever had in your life. Or as a holiday gift. Boy, I can't think of too many things that most people would enjoy better. Most guys that like a good stogie, a big box from Nick's uh, Cigars. They make the best cigars in the universe. They're the largest manufacturer of premium hand-rolled cigars in the entire country. A third generation of premium cigar craftsmen. So they've been doing this for about 20, 30 million years. They really know how to make a pleasurable, great cigar. And they'll give you a little guided tour of the place if you want when you go in there and show you all the work and care that goes into making each and every stogie that you pop in your puss. Whether you like a mild cigar, whether you like something really strong and robust like the La Tradition or anything in between, whichever kind of cigar you love, they'll hook you up right. Next cigar is at 7111 West Flagler Street, one mile east off your Palmetto. Just take the Flagler Street exit east and you'll be right there at the door. Call them at 305-266-9907. So this year for the holidays, put some serious pleasure in your puss or somebody else's from Nick Cigars. When Monica loses, she loves a great big stick. She goes down and gets it at Nick. A planet where apes evolve from men. Car theft is on the rise. In America, a car is stolen every 12 seconds. What can you do to protect your car? An expensive car alarm system won't protect your car from being stolen. The club won't protect the valuables inside your car. But a big black guy named Ben can. Get away from the car, motherfucker. For less than you'd pay for an expensive car alarm system, and even less than you'd pay for the club, you can get a big black guy named Ben to protect your automobile. Get away from the car, motherfucker. It's simple to use. Just leave the big black guy named Ben in your car whenever you get out, and he does the rest. Whenever anyone gets within six feet of your car, Ben simply gets out of the car and tells them, Get away from the car, motherfucker. Listen to these testimonials from people who use a big black guy named Ben. It's always nice to have someone to ride with, although he really doesn't say much, just... Get away from the car, motherfucker. That's about it. I didn't get a big black guy named Ben to chat with. I got him to protect my car. It's the best investment I've ever made. My neighborhood isn't that great. There have been a lot of car thefts. I can't tell you how many times I've heard... Get away from the car, motherfucker. Knowing that I've got a big black guy named Ben protecting my car lets me sleep better at night. Call now, 1-800-1-BIG-GUY. That's 1-800-1-B-I-G-G-U-I. And instead of hearing this, you'll hear this. Get away from the car, motherfucker. 11-14 at 560 WQM. One other little note on last night's event at the Mac Arena, and that is, I don't want to say that the director of operations or whoever's in charge of the technical machinations over there ought to get his ass fired, but they're showing my good friend Randy Moore doing his pregame preview of the game. And all of a sudden, I noticed that it seemed very familiar, like from a week ago, the Ottawa game. And he's talking about the keys to the game. We have to stop Alexi Yashin and the Ottawa this. The only problem is Ottawa game was last week, okay? We're playing uh, Pittsburgh last night. And all of a sudden, like in the middle of it, somebody realized that ah, it just kind of faded away and disappeared. 
And I'm thinking, geez, another great start there, boys. Can they get anything right over there? No. Have they fixed the escalator since last week? No. Okay. Well, we need the exercise, walking up and down. We can handle it. But, I mean, if you're going to build an escalator, you know, isn't that the old saying, build an escalator and they will come? Does it work? No. But at any rate, see, you're nitpicking again. You're a bastard. I know it. Bob Hope gets lumps in New Yorker article. Another man who never told a funny line in his life. Another man who's like, oh, and by the way, don't tell Greg Kotex, but he's going to die someday. Just like Joe DiMaggio, Bob Hope will die. He's only 95. That's old enough, Bob. Living legend Bob Hope, 95, last May, gets uh, his lumps from a host of associates in a New Yorker piece in the December 21 issue. Ex-manager Elliot Kozak calls him the most self-centered person he has ever known. Publicist of 41 years, Frank Lieberman says he never walked past a mirror without looking at himself or smoothing his hair. And Melville Shavelson, who directed him in several movies, says Hope demanded the keys to the director's apartment for a tryst and paid his writers by gathering them at the bottom of the stairs and sailing their checks twisted into paper airplanes at them. Daughter Linda Hope says, I don't feel that I really know him. That's a kind of sadness for me because I would have liked to know him better. Kozak says Hope's wife of 64 years, Dolores, longed for romance from this man, and he was cold as ice to her. Dolores, addressing her husband's womanizing, says, It never bothered me. I thought I was better looking than anybody else. Whatever that means. So there you go, Bob Hope. What they're saying about him? He's an asshole. A lot of them walking around, baby. A lot of assholes out there on the streets of America, on the streets of this uh, globe. Not too many walking around on the streets of Baghdad right now. All right. That's good news for us and bad news for them, because if you don't make that deal with Sonny, where are we going? Here, Here's South Miami. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, how you doing? Great. Great show, man. Yes, it is. Uh, I need to tell you about uh, Slick Willie. Yeah. Do you think uh, that the only reason why uh, we bombed back that was because uh, Slick Willie doesn't want to get in peace? No, I do not think that. You don't think so? No, I do not. Okay, sure. And, do you know uh, William Cohen? Do you know who William Cohen is? No. Do you think he's Jewish? No. Okay, thank you. Okay, we have two open lines in Dave, five six seven oh five sixty and pound five did he say No. Good. Good job, pal. That's a Julio version of No. Five six seven oh five sixty and pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. Great news for you, by the way. When is Chris gonna tell us where he is with that van, by the way? Oh, he's getting laid right now? He's what? Looking for a spot. He's looking for a spot like a dog. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. And North Miami Beach, by the way, is not a bad place to take a <laughs> you know, if you got an emergency, just pull off the road. Oh, this looks like a good spot. Yeah. He's probably looking for a white person who speaks English in North Miami Beach. I don't think he'll find such a person. A white person who speaks English who does not have a mezuzah on the door, is there such a person in North Miami Beach? No. Okay. Just asking. And what was I starting to say about the good news? Oh, yeah. The great news is, you may not believe this, all you people at the other building over there who've been waiting, what, Hank says, three and a half years with the promises here, Power 96 is upstairs in their new studios. Oh, yeah. Can you believe that? Can you believe it? No. They're up there, which means that the second on the agenda is the QAM, the rest of the people that are over there in that uh, toilet, that rat-infested crap over on Sheridan Street. They're, that's the next deal that they're working on feverishly. And then once that's done, we get to move upstairs and uh, see all our good friends up, up on the third floor. Like the water Nazi. All our good friends. Wow. So we're making progress, boys and girls. Like they told me when I came here, they move very slowly, but if you can do it, it's like an endurance contest. If you can just wait them out, sooner or later they might do uh, something. That's right. Here's a mobile in Miami Lakes. Hello? Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, that uh, World of the Gay Athlete thing? That was... It was what? It was on yesterday. It was on yesterday? Yeah, I taped it. You want a copy? Sure. What, well, I want a copy if they said anything. I'm sure that they didn't uh, tell us anything we didn't already know. 
Well, I mean, again, I talked about that Kope guy for a couple minutes. Yeah. Uh, they, they talked about a couple of, you know, there was one guy. Martina Navratilova. Pardon me? Martina Navratilova. Oh, yeah, they talked about the lesbian. It was more, uh, it was more towards, like, the men side, though, the gay, you know. Now, did they talk about that kid, what was his name, Burke, the outfielder for the Dodgers? Yep. Right. And they, they, they talked about him briefly, you know, that uh, he died of AIDS complications. And, and what about that. that kid, the David Clyde, that played for Houston briefly until they, uh... No, no, uh, there was another guy, I think there was another football player, but I can't remember who it was. Yeah. Uh, it was an offensive lineman for the Giants, some big, big black guy. A big black guy named, yeah. named uh, whatever it was, yeah. <laughs> and uh, uh, they talked about him briefly, they talked about some kid who's in high school now. Uh, it was pretty interesting. Uh, but they, they never, they, about, did they mention Steve Young? No. They mentioned Troy Aikman? No. I'll oh, just check Actually, they did, they did. Uh, they talked to Lee Steinberg, uh, or whatever the uh, the agent is. Yeah. And uh, he talked about how, you know, they had to deal with, uh, with you know, the even the um, the idea that uh, they might be gay. Uh, right. And actually, they showed, uh, and they actually mentioned this, that, you know, the big-time rumors about both Steve Young and uh, Troy Aikman. Really? And, yeah, they, and they showed him, like, uh, it's funny, because, like, they showed him, like, a game film of them, like, hugging and stuff. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> They probably showed yeah, a spot. Him, they probably showed the spot where Steve Young was sending flowers, waiting for Jerry Rice to return yeah, the line. They, they talked about that commercial. They yeah. said, "Look, you know, what about is this poking fun or is this, you know, some other kind of statement?" And they said, "Well, you know, it, it, again, all they talked about was his agent." They said, "Oh, you know, this is, uh, you know, it was a sense of humor kind of thing." Right. But he never again. Right. The agent never said it was true. It wasn't true. He just said it is what it is. Any and hockey again, players? Maybe. They mentioned Cam Neely or uh, Adam Oates. No, uh, they no. They no talked about. Either. They talked about guys. They they mentioned that there was nobody like currently. Uh, there was always guys that after they retired or whatever. They talked about some Australian rugby player. Right there you go. Somebody nobody ever heard of. Right. <laughs> some uh -huh. British, some black British uh, soccer player. Mm -hmm. but this is all. Uh, there was only like a couple of them that uh, that that were playing and were out of the closet. All of the other guys were already done with their playing days. Or right. Because they've been done. Yeah. <laughs> But I got it for you. If you want, I could I could swing it by. I mean, yes, I do. Uh, I would love to see uh, it. I missed like the first three, four, five minutes of it. But That's I mean, okay. You know, that was just like the intro. Oh, you know, they talked to Greg Lusanus and uh, a bunch of other people that were in individual sports as opposed to team sports. Whatever. Yeah. It, was, it was interesting. Guys that used to shower alone, like way off in the corner, individual. Yeah. Exactly. Okay, listen. No, it, was, it was funny that the other guys' reactions, like the straight guys and you know, whatever. Oh yeah, because in the locker room, you know, uh, you know, we can't have that, and it, it was hilarious. It was uh, the uh, the homophobia was unbelievable. Right. Well, there's no fags in the uh, in sports, just like there's no fags in the military <laughs> or in the church. Yeah, I'd love to have exactly. it. All right. And the tape too. I'll bring it by. Thanks. Bye-bye. Okay, there you go. I thought that was on tonight. Everybody told us Thursday, and they were like one day off. One sixty third in Biscayne, southeast corner, Exxon Station. Okay, Exxon Station. Here we go, boys and girls. Exxon Station, 163rd in Biscayne, southeast corner. Can't miss it. Busy as an intersection right there. There actually are some people that speak English who uh, hang around in that area. Chris is there with the WQM fam. We've got the best of CDs and cassettes and the uh, best of the uh, Neil Rogers T-shirts and also some Dolphin T-shirts to give away if you come by with some uh, cash for us for Center One. We need 800 and what's, what's my thing there? Where is it? 800 and some odd. 841 bucks to reach our $100,000. we got two hours and 37 minutes to do it. Are we going to do it today? Uh -huh. You bet your sweet ass we're going to do it. If we have to hold a gun to your head, we're going to get that 841 bucks today. If Chris has to stay there until, they, until Baghdad no longer exists on the map, that's how determined we are we're going to do it today. And we thank you profusely in advance. Open line at Broward, 2 and Dade, 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. And I'm sure that, all, like I said yesterday, all of our jocks on this station would tell you that there are no fags in sports. That that's just a rumor. It's just a lot of BS. And that guys who take showers together are not, uh, you know, that there's absolutely nothing gay about that. That's a gay club, you moron. Here's a mobile in Pompano. Hello. Neil, 
O'Neill. Yes, sir. The problem with athletes, I got two things. One is the names. I have a number of names here. I was at a got the rosters of some basketball teams. Yeah. You will laugh your ass off. Okay. First off, the problem with athletes, it all starts in high school. There's a high school athlete, a tremendous player, who was involved, you may remember, about a month and a half ago up in Broward. Um, there was a father and a son on a motorcycle hit and run, and the father died. The son's still in critical condition. Well, it was a student athlete at one of the local high schools. Uh, hit and run, took the VINs off the, off the car, the license plate. Like the third time the police came and, and questioned this person, they finally broke down and admitted they did it, which was like two weeks after the fact. Yeah. Tried to get away with it. This person is not only still in school, but is still playing. Nice. It all starts there. Mm-hmm. Happens to be a star player, too. So, you know, it's a great message to send to everybody. Um, on to the names. McKendria. Yeah. My favorite, Tequila. Tequila's not bad. How about Africa? All people named Tequila are champs. What is it, Africa? Africa. Uh-huh. Tahaji. Now, if you're named Africa, does that make you an Afrikaner? Um, Probably. Sure. And what, uh-huh. what is it, Tahaji? Tahaji. Yeah. That isn't so bad. Tushika. Tahaji's probably taken from that Jewish name, Tushi. Yeah. <laughs> Tawana. How, well, you give me one, I'll give you one, because I got the list from this lady here. How about Corvetta? Corvetta. That's, I don't have that one. I have Corvetta. I mean, there's nothing like driving a nice Corvetta to work every day like I'll, I do. I'll drive Corvetta. How about home. Franchetta? I have Shantavia. Shawana. Octavia. Shanetha. Um, Shawanda. Kenyetta. Lathera. Charlisa. Colandra. Christella. Is that Christella? <laughs> oh, wait. Here, Tijuana. How you be doing, Tijuana? Well, I'll match Africa with Tijuana. In fact, I spent the holidays in Tijuana. Uh-oh. Um, Infini. Venetia. Angelique. Dermika. Dermika, that's impressive. Yeah, D-E-R-M-E-K-A. Dermika. How you doing, Dermika? How about Yacinta? Placenta? Yeah, somebody Make yesterday that... called with the, with the placenta and the name, too. Uh, Sharitha, which is probably akin to urethra. <laughs> Demetria. Hey, you leave my urethra out of it. Lakisha. L-A-Q-U-I-S-H-A. Lakisha. Let me ask you, how would you pronounce this? S-I-A-N. S I A N. She in. She Yeah, she she be in. Uh, like in. she in Pontiac. Right, that's right. Huh. Uh, Ayana, A Y A N A. About the Hornetta. Well, here's here's one. It must be for uh, like uh, dark complexed relatives of George's wife, La Crystal. <laughs> yeah. I have some La Crystal at my house. Uh, very fine. Dinosaur. Here's one, Bonita. That sounds like kind of a Florida thing, Bonita. She must, she must I'll be see you in Bonita hunting. Springs. <laughs> um, did I mention? Mishka? That may be Russian. No, that's Mishpocha, yeah. How about uh, Runetta? R-H-U-N-E-T-T-E. No, I don't have that one. How about Anitra? Yeah, and here's one that sounds like a little Italian, Faviola, which is <laughs> nothing like a nice candy and some Faviola beans. Wow, I'm getting hungry. Hey, it is near lunchtime. Is uh, Ponytail going to be bringing you some from the pizza? You know what they say, if you have some Faviola beans... It puts the lotion in the basket. And how, oh, and, Neil. Yes. I only heard the full thing one time, yes. and me and my brother, who have been listening to you, in fact, my brother tried to get Ricky Ticky's son on your show 15 years ago, Yeah. Um, 
and he and I have been walking around for three days driving people nuts. We're like demented going around going, it puts the lotion in the basket. All right. Telling people. I mean, it does. It makes you want to go rent the movie. It does. And like you said, the people who said it's creepy, if they haven't seen the movie, if you've seen the movie, you pee your pants when you hear that thing. Exactly. Okay. Play the whole thing, though. I'll do it. Thank you. Let's say goodbye. Your phone is uh, crap. Okay, we have an open line at day one at Broward, 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Let's get Pizza Loft in here today. What do you say? Let's get that, Dan Jeff Cohen, even though we had a really uh, marginal. We had actually, uh, Chris had to leave there yesterday and get some real money on the corner university in Broward. Maybe Jeff was squeezing all the bucks out of his people. Although I'll tell you, when you go to Pizza Loft, very, very modest prices. They give you big, big portions of delicious Italian food. They've been doing it right for years. That's why Jeff is making all that money and why he's such a wild character and has all that free time to be uh, a jackass. That's right. Start out with an any pasto. Check out the best garlic rolls in the world. Uh, then try their award-winning lasagna, stromboli, calzone, super subs, chicken cacciatore, spaghetti and meatballs, spaghetti and sausage, baked ziti, tortellini with cheese sauce, which is one of my favorites, three different kinds of great pizza. In fact, the menu is so big, you'll have a tough time picking out what you like. They also are famous for their express lunch specials. All you working stiffs out there, if you don't have a lot of time for lunch, pizza will have to help you out. Just phone or fax the order in, and they'll have it ready for you in just a matter of moments. 954-916-8880. And they got tons and tons of free parking for you right there in the uh, Pizza Loft Plaza, right behind Pier 1 Imports. They're at 3514 South University Drive, right between Griffin and 595, next to Nova Southeastern, Kitty Corner from Sadie's Buffet. Oy. That's right. They do it right at Pizza Loft. In fact, I think we ought to have our $100,000 celebration today with lots of food from uh, Jeff Cohen, as long as we don't have to see him too long. Jeff Cohen and the world-famous Pizza Loft, you're going to love it. Pizza Loft, if you want to go Italian and see Jeff Cohen's ponytail, you'll have great Italian food that's made by a Jew who has lovely painted nails. Where do you find Joe Rose, Jeff DeForest, and Steve Goldstein? The first team, right where you got it. Sports Radio 560 QAM. Hi, this is Mari Povich wishing you a happy Hanukkah. This is Debbie. Yeah, hi, Debbie. I'm interested in getting some operations done. Okay. And some body contouring and some liposuction. Mm-hmm. And I was wondering if you had some tummy tuck and uh, lip augmentation, cosmetic breast surgery, face lift, all of these things. Mm-hmm. And I was wondering... What would you like to start with? Well, I, I need to get everything done. Probably the first thing I'd like to have removed is my uh, my thing. Okay, we don't do that. No. Could you do breast implants, though? Uh, it can be done, but mm-hmm. I don't know if they would do it right away. It puts the lotion in the basket. Mm-hmm. How much? Uh, 5000 Excellent. I'd like to have my skin resurfaced, too. Mm-hmm. Laser surgery. Mm-hmm. Have the lambs stopped crying yet, Mommy? Excuse me? Don't hurt Mommy's little baby. It puts the lotion in the basket. I'd like to get the liposuction that I saw on TV. Okay. Can you make me look more like a woman? Well, we'll have to see you first, and then upon looking at you, we can tell you that when we see you. Should I wear my skin suit made of body parts, Mommy? Uh, if you'd like to. It puts the lotion in the basket. Would you like to make an appointment? Yes. Okay. Um, there is a $100 consultation fee. That's fine. Okay. Okay. Um. My name is Buffalo Bill. Okay, let me get a little Mommy. information from you, okay? Mommy. Mommy. It puts the lotion in the basket. I understand. It puts the lotion in the basket. Do you want to come in for a consultation? For it life? puts the lotion 
In the basket. Uh, okay. Do you, would you like to make an appointment, or do you want to call me back? Or? It puts the lotion in the basket. I understand. I've got my skin suit nipple necklace. Bill. It puts the lotion in the basket. I understand that. Would you like to It puts the lotion in the basket. Would you like to make an appointment? It puts the lotion in the basket. Okay, I will talk to you another time, okay? It puts the lotion in the basket. Hello? <laughs> 26 till noon at 560 WKM. So there actually are people who don't get it, who have seen the movie who don't get it. Well, there's only one thing can uh, solve their problem. Two open lines in Dade, 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. It looks real hazy and smoky in Baghdad. I mean, it just, uh, you know, I don't think anything's going on quite at the moment, but it's still looking real hazy and smoky, to which we say, oh! all right. Here's Boca. Hello? Boca. Hi, Neil. Yes, sir. Uh, for Hanukkah, I sent my daughter number one and number two on your tape. Thank you. And she told me she caught uh, your uh, Saddam Hussein thing on NPR radio yesterday. Really? Oh, yeah, that's right. They were uh, playing some uh, of the uh, calls or something. And uh, she said it was quite good. A request from my daughter. Yes, Is sir. Is there any chance of getting stuff other than the stuff that's on uh, sale right now? No. Like, like what? Uh, other tapes from other years. Oh, yeah, well, Center One has got some of those. In fact, if you come by at our uh, thing on Saturday at, at uh, Borders and Plantation, mm -hmm. they have uh, like some stuff from previous years. Oh, great. Now, one other thing. You were talking about the French earlier. Right. Going back to Normandy, uh, I remember treating some people at the aid station I was working at at the time, and they were ticked off. When the Germans took them over, we didn't destroy their homes, but when we came, we blew up their home, so they were really ticked off, those frog bastards. Yeah, they should only croak. Amen. Oh, look at nasty death. Okay, and have a great holiday. Right. Okay, we have an open line at Broward 2 and Dade. One thing about us, we may not, you know, we may not agree on everything, but when it comes to the French, oh! we hate them like poison. Like poison, there you go. Thank you for that guy calling and using that expression right off the bat today because, boy, comes in handy, especially when you're dealing with frogs. Five six seven oh five sixty pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Here's a mobile in Boca. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Hi, Neil. First time caller. A redneck driving a pickup with NASCAR plastered all over it. All right. <laughs> Been listening to you since the 80s, since I moved here. Great. This guy that spoke to you last set up my call perfectly. Okay. Remember, remember when uh, they wanted to fly over Europe and French wouldn't let them fly right, over Exactly. The That's right. They wouldn't give us the flyover rights, and we said fly on this. Exactly put a bomb into their embassy uh -huh. in, in Iraq. Right. If we could only get one of those cruise missiles to just sail a little further, and wherever these Republicans are gathering next, just take out a few more of those that the election didn't finish would really make my yeah, own. I'd say the Republican Guard first in Baghdad, and then the rest of the Republican uh, right, right. Uh, Guard, yeah. Take all the Republicans the out. Those guys are foaming at the mouth. Did, did you see this Gerald Solomon last night? Yeah, they're all foaming at the mouth. No, he, I mean, like, he, he was he was like a rabid dog. I thought the guy was going to start uh, drooling and spitting and puking all over himself right on TV, right on CNN. They're, they're like these old uh, these uh, Gary Larson jokes where the sharks are swimming around like mad, it, it, like trying to eat something, and it's like a cruel hoax because there's nothing to grab a hold of. Yeah. I mean, they're like they can't get their teeth into the guy, and they're just losing their mind over it. Exactly. They're, I know how they feel. You're trying to grab something, and there's nothing there. <laughs> they look ridiculous, and I wish they'd go away. Okay, have a great uh, whatever. Thanks. And we'll see you. Bye.
Okay, down to a couple of calls on the board. It's getting pretty slim and grim right now because these people are busy watching the uh, Rachel Bronson from the Center for Strategic and International Studies who's on there right now going, get her off of there, okay? She makes me sick. I don't even know who she is. Already she makes me sick because she's another talking head pontificating and articulating a bunch of bull crap. Just keep bombing them over there. That we can all understand. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to understand the old Tom Cruise missile. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. Any interest here today? No, I don't think so. Did uh, he ever call you back? Because we don't have all day to waste here. Jeff never called. See, I don't know what to do about that deal. So anyway, Chris is over there with a QAM van. I better start promoting the hell out of that. On the court of one hundred sixty third and Biscayne, on the southeast corner at the Exxon station, you'll just spot that big QAM van and you'll make a beeline for it and say, "Hey, we want to, uh, you know, be a participant today because today is the big day that Neil is definitely going over the hundred thousand dollar mark this year for Center One, isn't it? Uh-huh. We hope we damn well better." I mean, 841 bucks. We ought to be able to do that by 1 o'clock if we get these uh, the show on the road. Here's a mobile in Little Havana. Hello. Hello, Neil, a Jewish boy in Little Havana. Happy Hoy. Hanukkah to you. Hoy. Hey, hey. You shouldn't know from it. Listen, let's uh, forget about all this other crap of the day that everybody's talking about with bombing and, and impeachment and everything. Let's get down to the real important thing. Crap. Did you yeah. say the other day... That legal seafood is opening in Broward County? That's what I'm hearing, yes, up by the sawgrass, somewhere in my neck of the woods, yes. Well, Avayu Amin, that'd be perfect. What a beautiful thing. I just want to say uh, one thing to my douchebag brother-in-law, Michael, who's a, a gumball pusher. Yeah. I really think that Jeff Cohn puts the lotion in the pizza. It wouldn't surprise me. All but, right. Because I know he puts it in his basket. Okay, have a great uh, holiday. Bye. Get out of here. Zagazun. Okay, one call after the board. We've been rolling along here, never even thinking about this phone, and uh, they've been smoking all morning. Maybe, they, uh, maybe they've been smoking too much. That could be the problem. All of a sudden, they just died. Just like uh, old Frank, like old blue eyes, they just died. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. Any report yet? Any money in yet? No, that was Jeff. Oh, is Jeff uh, taking care of us today? Jeff Cohen is taking care of us today. He's going to put the emotion in his casket and the lotion in our basket. And we're going to have a big celebratory thing. I hope it's not a premature evaluation, I'll tell you that. Squirt, squirt. Because we're counting on getting that 841 bucks today. And I'm sure that if we can't get the 841 bucks from the audience out there or the QAM van, then we'll uh, round the building here. We'll uh, like go and just steal a lot of the people's wallets. What is a Buffalo Bill? On the first day of Hanukkah, my parents gave to me a picture of my bed and Bernice. On the second day of Hanukkah, my parents gave to me two stinking dreidels and a picture of my bed and Bernice. On the third day of Hanukkah, my parents gave to me three ugly shirts, two singing dreidels, and a picture of my bed in for me. Oh, what? Well, you look at it. What's that weird thing on her head? It's her face. Oy. On the fourth day of Hanukkah. Hanukkah. That's cool. My parents gave to me 
Well, he chose your candy, three ugly shirts, two pink and dreidel. Sing the dreidel song. No. Sing it. Dreidel, dreidel, dreidel. I made it out of clay. And when no one is watching, I throw the thing away. No, but that nice. Bite me. Oy. On the fifth day of Hanukkah, my parents yelled at me. For one pick of Christmas tree. What? Well, Jimmy's got one. Maybe Jimmy's Catholic. Oh. And not wanting candy. Not wanting shirts. Not wanting trails. Or a picture of my fat Aunt Bernice. On the sixth day of Hanukkah, my parents made me sing. If I were a rich man. Every year. In front of my family. On the seventh day of Hanukkah. Not bad. My parents made me eat seven greasy lodges. If I were a rich man. I want a Christmas tree. I want a Christmas tree. Christmas tree. Why is this a cut? On the eighth day of Hanukkah, my parents gave to me. Nothing that I wanted, seven crazy latkes. Yes, I was a rich man. Where is my Christmas tree? Shut up! Lobby kosher candy, three ugly shirts, two pink and dreidels. And a picture of my fat and Bernie. I think we're out of the closet on this, uh, it puts the lotion in the basket thing, you know. We, okay, we'll admit, we've been pulling your leg. It's not from Silence of the Lambs. It has got nothing to do with that movie. It's, don't you remember in Godfather, part one, when Clemenza was making the spaghetti sauce? And Michael came over and he said, how come you put all that olive oil in there? And Clemenza said, it puts the lotion in the basket. Wasn't it, or was it in Fantasia, huh? When Mickey said to uh, Donald, don't you remember Mickey Mouse saying, it puts the lotion in the basket. Right. Huh? Or maybe it was in Psycho. Right, when Tony Perkins was going up the stairs with or without Tab Hunter. And he said, Mommy, don't you remember that? Mommy was sitting in a rocking chair there with that the bad wig on. Blood. You're right. And Tony said, It puts the lotion in the basket. Even though he never would hurt a fly. How could anybody watch The Silence of the Yams and not... Uh, I, I don't get it. Some of you better go back and revisit that. You better make a beeline to your neighborhood uh, video store right now and watch that movie over and over again before we come and beat the snot out of you, okay? Oh, that bit's from the movie? What movie is that? Okay, let's go to... 220, by the way. 220, by the way. Okay, here, let's... Uh, so, let's see. Uh, 621 to go. 300... $99,379 we got for Center One. We got $621 to go. Are we going to do that by 2 o'clock? Yeah! Bet your sweet ass we are. This is a momentous day, okay? I hope that Buddy Nevins is listening. I'm sure he is, since he knows that I'm a corrosive talk host, and I rip Wayne Huizenga and say that he's... He's an asshole. Yeah, exactly. And don't appreciate, uh, no matter how much money he gives to charity, he's still an asshole. Hope you're listening, buddy. We're sure that you got your uh, radio glued right to your rear. Wreck him. And are we going to read anything about this in the newspapers? No. Are we going to hear anything about this from the uh, local media, that here's this fat bag on the air that raised over 100 grand for Center One this year? No. That has raised over a half a million dollars for them so far? No. no. Of course not. Here's Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. You know what line I, I really disturbed of is uh, 
Who cares if somebody stole a freight train? You're a stupid line and you keep saying it. You're a jerk. Okay, thank you. And I hate you like poison. Okay, we have an Yeah, and take the air close to off your nose, too, next time you call. People are starting to talk already. Because... It puts the lotion in the basket. 5670560 oh, and pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. He never stole a freight train. What's wrong with that? You know anybody who stole a freight train? No. There you go. So even the biggest... That, like Wayne. Wayne is an asshole, but did he ever steal a freight train? Well, we're not sure. If he had the chance, I think he might. Here's uh, Miami. Hello. Miami. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, uh, have you seen Ileana Gross-Layton on TV? No, I have not. Talking about, uh, oh, I can't believe the timing of this bombing of our... Oh, uh, what a surprise that is. I know. Bop, 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 bop. Is she speaking in English or not? Believe it or not, she was speaking in English. Uh-huh. It's like, it's like she doesn't have a brain of her own, you know? She doesn't have a brain, period, of her own or anybody else's. She's yeah. a simpleton. She's a twit. And, you know, I'm not, I'm not a Clinton supporter, and I'm not going to debate this with you, but I think you should be impeached. But, I, I, you know, I don't have any doubt as to the timing of this. I mean... Saddam, we need to bomb the son of a gun off the map, you yeah. know? And that's as simple as that. It, it, anybody with a brain can see that. Exactly. That would be like saying... Uh, which, leaves, which leaves Ileana out of the equation that's and true. Trent Lott as well, yes. That, that's, yeah, that's and true. And Gerald that's Solomon. That's rhetorical. That's true. That would be like saying that Lott and Childs died so Buddy McKay could be governor. There you, there you go. Hey, speaking of that... It works in mysterious ways. His timing wasn't too good if he would have just <laughs> done it a couple of months sooner. That's exactly right. And speaking of which, I have a card for you. Yes, sir. Uh, about about Lawton Childs, there's no motion in the casket. Ooh, okay, have a great day. There's no motion in the Hikun. Front page of the paper yesterday, I think it was the Herald, big headline, Hikun, last journey for Hikun, or something like that. Now, how come you can go, okay, that's our poll question. Sometimes it takes me till the middle of the show like today to come up with a really good poll question. If you could choose your new neighbor, okay, if somebody's moving in next door to you, would you prefer to have a hikun or just a plain ordinary coon? Okay, that's our question today. Would you prefer a hikun or just an old ordinary run-of-the-mill coon next door to your house? Excellent question. Thank you. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. Here's a mobile in Lake Worth. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. In commemoration of this occasion, I would send you a thousand thank yous. If you could play, if you haven't already done it, that wacky Iraqi, and 500 if you don't have it. Wacky Iraqi? Iraqi Iraqi Hussein. You had it for a while. Yeah. You still have it. I, I'll have to look for it, and the a bit too. Okay. Okay. You're great. Zagazun, whatever that means. Anyway, listen, I'll tell you the power of this show. We've even got Schwarzers in this town running around saying, Kushmir and Tachos, how do you like that? That's right. Anybody gives you any lift, big one or otherwise, okay? Just say, Kushmir and Tachos. It doesn't make any difference whether you're Jewish, Goyish, black, dark, white, Asian. Just say Kushmer and Tachas. They'll get the message. They'll run like a son of a bitch. 5670560, oh, pound 560. I wish I could find that um, that other one, Iraqi and Bullwinkle. But, you know, some of these things fall through the woodwork. And, of course, our good friends at ACN, they really uh, they, they got a little problem. Good stuff every now and then. Not too often, but every now and then. But then trying to find it, that's another story. A lot of people got good stuff, but when you try to find it, search party. Here's Miramar. Hello. Miramar. Hello. Yes, sir. Uh, yes, you know, I've been reading the uh, things about going on in Washington, and I'm so sick of these Republicans following their leader, Hyde. Uh, he's nothing but a hypocrite. Following their leader's Hyde, yeah. Yeah, and uh, I just wanted to tell you, I don't know if you read the letter to the editor in the Sun Sentinel this morning. Yes, I did. Did you see that article by uh, Nancy Genovese? 
I didn't see the article by Nancy Genovese, who sounds like some kind of a mobster, but I did see the letter you're talking about. Yeah, well, that was her name. Well, anyway, oh, she wrote I, the just, letter? I just wanted to see if you'd seen that. I'm so tired of, here's a man that's done ten times worse than Clinton. Right. And that all the Republican idiots are following him like little kids. Yeah. Although, I will, in fairness, I will say yesterday that uh, he immediately said uh, he wasn't suspicious about the timing of this. At least he said the right thing yesterday, and he wasn't one of those paranoid, rabid lunatics like uh, Gerald Solomon or Trent Lott. Oh, well, I, I can't say too that. much for Henry, but at least he was irrational yesterday at his, uh, his moment. Yeah, well, I'll tell you, the Republicans are going to be in. They, uh, Newt Gingrich thought he was going to take about 20 or 30 seats this last Hey, time. i got news for you. He's going to have a lot of company. There's going to be a lot of people out uh, coon hunting or whatever they're going to be doing come uh, the year 2001 after those elections in 2000. You got that right. They're going to have a real big Y2K problem. Amen. Okay, and God bless I... us all, as Tiny Tim said. Didn't he say that? I thought Tiny Tim was the one that said it. puts the lotion in the basket. Yeah, he said that's where it's from. It's from a Christmas carol. My God, at this time of the year, we should be knowing that. Maybe it was Ebenezer Scrooge that said it. puts the lotion in the basket. Or maybe that was just Alistair Sim pretending to be Ebenezer. Do they show that anymore? How come I, you know, all the, the Hanukkah stuff and the Christmas stuff, as being a heathen like I am, but even so, there's no, uh, any holiday now. Like I've told you for the last four or five years, they don't even make a pretense anymore of any significance. These are just... Go and buy, you know, spend a lot of money, give us your money, buy a lot of gifts, uh, buy a lot of food, whatever the holiday might be. Go uh, buy a lot of beer, get drunk out of your mind, and everybody's saying, okay. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. We're getting so close to that $100,000 mark, we can almost <laughs> smell it. That's right. 99379 Maybe Robert Grieper will put up the shortfall if we come up a little short between the now and two. If we come up like $809 short. Thanks again to Rimmer. I ought to mention that several times because he's such a cheap bastard. I should mention he gave us 100 bucks. Nice going, Rimmer. Oh! Sends it down by courier last night. You know, this man calls me. Oh, get there early. Get there early because, you know, i got to come down and i got to get back up and do my thing. Well, i got news for you. You know, I have to choose between getting there right at 6 when they open the doors or watching them dropping bombs on Baghdad and watching what uh, Bubba's got to say or going there at 6 o'clock when there was nobody in that joint. Did I go there at 6 o'clock? No. 6.30 was early enough, and thank you again, Rimmer. And you're still a cheap bastard. There's my meat. Saddam Hussein's a motherfucker. Saddam Hussein's a motherfucker. All right. Saddam Hussein's a motherfucker. Saddam Hussein's a motherfucker. Iraq's a crappy little country. Smells like the mustache on a steak. You're in drinking chubby and blow up the whole goddamn place. Oh! You know, just like Clemenza did say in Godfather 1, by the way. It puts the lotion oh, he, no, he in the But he said if we would have stopped Hitler at Munich, we wouldn't have had all this bull crap. That's what he said. Remember that? When he was giving Michael the gun with the tape wrapped around the handle? If we would have just stopped that damn Hitler at Munich, we wouldn't have had all this uh, baloney is what he said. Got all kinds of stuff being faxed here, most of which are, quite frankly, Jesus, on and on and on it goes. And Bob Barr did this, and the Internet says this, and Henry Hyde is a piece of crap. and uh, He's an asshole. Which we already know that. Thank you. Okay, where are we going? Here's a mobile in Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Hey, Neil. How are you doing? Great. 
Hey, I just uh, got done changing all of my AM preset buttons to 560. Excellent. I made the mistake of flipping over to uh, get some uh, traffic report from that other station. Oi! Yeah. Neil, they now have a Canadian report so that our our winter visitors from Canada can keep track of what's going on while you are here. Oh, I hate that station. Yeah. I'll tell you, if they want to know what's going on up there, why don't they go home and find out? Mm-hmm. Might they go back to Quebec with a banjo on their uh, thing? Exactly. What's next? Uh, Radio Havana? Yeah, that, I think we already got that. Adios, Neil. See ya. I'll leave it there, Chief. What's next? I guess this guy, yeah, well, like he said, if you want to be safe on the AM band, 560 on every button, please. 265, and it's pretty slow. He says every time you mention it, a whole bunch of people show up. At that Great. Okay, well, so in other words, keep mentioning. All right, let's see. Four and two. And what is that? Oh, I got the right. Okay. Nah, let me let me do it again. 279. And how much? What did you just say? 265. And 265 is 44. See, I can add. I'm like Dan Rather. I'm not making his money. 99,544. So we need another, uh, another 456 bucks. And where is the uh, QAM? 456 bucks. Come on, let's get with it. He should be doing that in the next half hour, easy, next 27 minutes by 1230. So when the food gets here from a uh, pizza lot, we can have a big celebration. Oh! And we can all do the Kazatsky, okay? We can dance around over the fact that they're bombing the crap out of Baghdad and bombing those crazy bastards into the Stone Age and the fact that we raised over 100 grand for a center one. 456 bucks. The Exxon station in the southeast corner of 163rd and Biscayne Boulevard in North Miami Beach. A very prime location. An easy spot to get to. A spot, especially now in the middle of the lunch hour, take out 20 or 30 minutes, okay? Maybe Chris will give you a big kiss on the forehead or uh, somewhere if you look good, depending on what you are and where you are. Here's uh, Miami. Hello. Miami. Hello. Yes, Neil. sir. Happy holidays. And back to you. Uh, this is a little off the subject, but uh, have you been keeping up with what happened to this uh, kid from uh, Jackson High School? No. Uh, he dropped a ball in uh, Northwestern, beat him in the playoffs, and now they beat him. Uh, the coach was fired. And now Isn't ball- that great? He dropped the ball, so uh, and they lost the ball game, so they beat the crap out of him? They beat him. Uh, the mother's getting death threats. Uh, you know, it's, it's kind of pitiful how these parents are raising the kids uh, and the way the sports That's the American fucking way. Yeah, right. But... Uh, you know, I, I know you. I've been listening. I listen to you all the time, and I hadn't heard anything, you know, come through on your. I, I missed that. I didn't see that story. But isn't isn't that a great uh, lesson to teach our kids that if you lose the ball game uh, somehow, if you make a bad play, we're going to beat the crap out of you and threaten you with the death and your whole family and uh, your pets too. Well, you know, it, it's pretty pitiful, and you know, unfortunately, it's happening here in Miami, and uh, it, it's part of this whole sports syndrome. It's it's become instead of fun and a pastime, it's become like a sickness now. Correct. Yeah, I mean, these kids aren't getting played. They're playing for the love of the game. Right, like at like Miami High, right. Right. Well, you have a happy holiday. And, and you just, too. I uh, wanted to know what some of your other listeners might thought about it. Okay. Bye-bye. See ya. There's another pleasant story during the holidays, okay, as the beat goes on. Win the game or we're going to beat the snot out of you, okay, you putts? But that's uh, like they said before. That's the American fucking way. And you can never say that too often. So who was it? It was Tiny Tim in a Christmas Carol who said it puts the uh, lotion in your Christmas basket, something like that. Here's uh, Aventura. Hello. Aventura. Going once. You know how old they are in Aventura? Maybe they expired on us. I think they I think they croaked. Open line in Broward, one and Dade, 5670560, pound 560 on the mobile one line. Here's a mobile in South Miami. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, Neil. sir. Okay, first time caller. How you doing? Okay. Listen, I, uh, I heard a woman on another radio this morning who uh, called up and, uh, and she said that... Uh, she thought that the uh, the president of the United States was an embarrassment to this country. Uh, what he did. Mm-hmm. 
I think she got it backwards. I think what she meant to say was uh, that this country is an embarrassment to the president for what they're doing to him. Right. <laughs> People, they, I don't know. Anyways, love your show, man. Have okay, thanks. Day. Yeah, this, pri- this president, he screwed around and then he uh, refused to come clean with it, so to speak. In fact, if he would have come clean squirt, in squirt. the first place without that dress, we wouldn't have all this mess. Without, if you don't have the dress, you do not have the mess. That's what Johnny Cochran said on Larry King the other night. And then, of course, they had Chris Darden on for equal time, and he said, I don't give a shit anymore. Which I think is basically the way a lot of people feel like, let's get that over with and let's get on with the important stuff, like killing Saddam Hussein and uh, bombing him in the Stone Age. 74%. That's a, that's a tumultuous response from the American public, and only 13% are negatory. And those 13% are probably doing their Trent Lott blow-up dial right now as I speak. Anybody, by the way, seen uh, the Newt Meister lately? No. Can't find him for love or money. Here's South Beach. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Hi, Neil. Uh, first time caller. How are you? Great. Uh, I want to send you the rest of the money to put you over the top. Okay. Can I have an address and all that other good stuff? Yeah, George will give it to you. We appreciate it. Hang on. Okay. okay, tell him what it is. But in the meantime, we don't want to stop the other thing, okay? Because that's, you know, I'm sure he's going to do it, which we appreciate very much. But we'll just add, I add that on to the total. But I mean, I want to have it right in my hand here during the show and the money, too, okay? So that's great. Take care of that fine gentleman. We appreciate that profusely. We're gonna. I'm telling you, we got only. It's only the 17th of December, which, by the way, today is a very important anniversary, which most of you don't know about. Today is December 17th, 1998. December 17th, 1976. 22 years ago today. Guess who came out of the closet on WKAT 22 years ago today? Neil, God. How do you like that? And he's still out of the closet. He still hasn't gone back in. They keep telling him go back in, and he keeps poking his head out. 22 years ago, I remember Sid Levin said, uh, Oi! Okay, go ahead. I don't know. Bada beep, bada boo. That's okay. Nice going, Sid. How you doing? You still uh, shilling for all those uh, for FPNL or the state of Florida? He's a good guy, Sid. Never stole a freight train. Oh, see, he said it again. We hate you like poison because he keeps saying those awful cliches like he never stole a goddamn freight Well, what else would you say? He never stole a mezuzah? He never stole a what? Never stole a Mack truck? How would that be? He never stole a Mack truck. Well, Jews don't drive Mack trucks, so we know Sid Levin never stole a Mack truck, right? Uh-huh. Here's that. Well, the only Jew I know that drove a, a truck, her name was... Lillard! Yeah, I forgot about her. A diesel truck. Right, Randy? Is that uh, correct? <laughs> Here's a mobile in Doral. Hello. Neil, how you doing? Great. Good. Listen, I called George yesterday because that Buffalo Bill thing that you're playing, the people in this town don't understand what that what that is or how to relate that. I, I can't understand. That is the funniest bit that you've played in years. You know, we've played it 7,000 times already, and each time I have to change my underwear. What is a Buffalo Bill? Exactly. Is, that is awesome. How could there be anybody who does, especially if they saw the movie, who's debating with us that it didn't come from the movie, they don't get it, it's not funny. I'm serious, man. These people need some serious assistance. Well, just the fact that it's a, that you can tell it's a crank call, that somebody that stayed on the phone that long with somebody doing that. Right. That's, that, that's a good point. I said that to George this morning. Even if you did didn't see the movie, just hearing it is enough to uh, make you scream and howl. Exactly. And Neil, I've got a couple things. Yes, sir. Um, I, I heard you on the radio because I've listened to you forever, and, and I'm a native Floridian, and I've lived in this town forever. I don't call as much as I should. Mm-hmm. You are, um, by choice, an agnostic. Is that correct? An atheist. An atheist. atheist. Okay. All right. I am, by choice, a Catholic, and that's okay. Everyone's entitled to believe in what they want to believe in. Boy. Right. But isn't there, and correct me if I'm wrong, in, in, in the country, the, the way the laws are written, there's a separation of church and state for, for, for business sense and for religious purpose. Mm-hmm. Every, and these, these, 
questions I'm going to pose to you are just rhetorical because this is something my wife and I talk about, and it's just got me cheesed up. Yeah. Everything that we have, warranty-wise, everything that we buy, has disclaimers in it, and everything. Is... Act of God. Exactly. Yeah. Now, if you're you being a, well, when like, I bought my car, I made sure they stuck an act of feel God, and, and I like it a lot exactly. better. Exactly. What yeah. if, I, if 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 in your case you don't believe in God, then yeah. then those. But that's like this jackass this morning or yesterday called me and said about Clinton. Well, he put his hand on the Bible. Who cares? He put his right. hand on the Bible. Uh, every president when they get sworn in, they put their hand on the Bible, and they still lie through their teeth like Reagan and Bush and every other goddamn one. So what the hell's that got to do with anything? Exactly. And the other thing is, I'll stick my hand on the Bible and tell you whatever you want to hear. Anything. Like and any time that you write the date, and this again, uh, it, it has nothing. To, it's not a conflict with religious belief, but yeah. it's something that's ingrained or that just people do as, a, as an automatic thing. Any time that you write the date, 1998, is saying that you believe that 1998 years ago Christ was born. I mean, that's what that is. That's Anno Domini, um, and that's what that represents. And people, Dominus Nabiscus. Absolutely. Uh huh. That's what that that's what that symbolizes. Right, listen, don't, don't get all bent out of shape. Just remember one thing. There's no fact in, in the church. It's a goyish event. Have a great holiday, yeah, time. Yeah, can I call someone a douchebag? Real quick. Jim Lowe, you're a douchebag. Go to work. Okay, see, see you. But... Jim Lowe, Green Door. Remember that? What's Behind the Green Door by Jim Lowe, who used to be this jockey, WNBC, New which I'm sure is not the same Jim Lowe, because I'm sure that one is dead. Green Door on Dot Records, by the way, 1956 or 7. Boy, do I know my oldies or what? No. 11 afternoon at 560 WQM. Neil Rogers. Hi. <laughs> Saturday morning, join Bullwinkle J. Moose and his bully buddy, Saddam Hussein, uh -oh. for the madcap misadventures of Iraqi and Bullwinkle. The United Nations is about to see. Who cares? Give me that crystal ball. Uh, he got up on the wrong side of the bunker. Perhaps a poem will help. Saddam, Saddam, you're one whacked out dude. And just like your oil, you're smelly and crude. <laughs> hey, Moose. Did you see your squirrel friend? Oh, you mean Rocky? Sure, he's over there. And over there, and over there. Oh, my, Rocky, what do you know about this, Saddam? Don't ask me, ask my auntie. Auntie? Auntie who? Auntie Aircraft. <laughs> oh, no. Join us next time for Oil's Well That Ends Well, or Kiss Your Guest Goodbye. Hey, Moose, what weather forecast for today? For me? Uh-oh. Iraqi and Bullwinkle. Saturday morning on New Colonian. Twelve sixteen at five sixty WQM. So Eric up in Orlando, who does a great job on our website up there, has uh, just transmitted over six hundred and fifty dollars in orders to Carol. But that's no fun. And also, what uh, told us that the Iraqi and Bullwinkle thing is on the best of Mule nineteen ninety one. Thanks, Eric. You're the best. But I'm not going to put that in the total yet because that's no fun, huh? I'll put that like in parentheses to add later. No, because I want these bastards to come by and uh, say hi to Chris and uh, give us some cash in a hand right now. You know what I'm saying? Otherwise, it's kind of like anti-aircraft and anti-climatic. Two open lines in day, 5670560, pound 560 on the mobile one line. Somebody also faxes us a whole song of the dance about the uh, silence of the lambs with Anthony Hopkins and that little dyke, I mean with uh, Jody Foster. And uh, all about uh, Buffalo Bill and Bada Beep, Bada Boop, and Hannibal Lecter. And, and, you know, there it is. And evidently, some of you people either are suffering from CA, convenient uh, Alzheimer's, or you just, uh, you know, need to see it two or three or four more times. It puts the lotion in the basket. It works every time, just like a charm. Wait, 410, and it's dead. And it's dead? Okay, so we have $306 to go, and he said it's dead as a doornail over there, Chris said, over at uh, 163rd and Biscayne in the Exxon uh, station, southeast corner. Exxon at the station Biscayne and 163rd. We need another $306 in our hand, in cash right now. And then we'll add all the other stuff on later on. But I want to have it, like, in my hand. 
because when I see something good, I like having it. Two open lines in Dade County, 5670560, pound 560 on our mobile one line. Did I just say that before? Uh-huh. Well, I'll say it again. Here's a mobile on the alley. Hello? Yeah, hey, Neil. Uh, I wasn't surprised at all when I heard that comment about the high school football player. Yeah. Uh, it kind of doesn't surprise me about Miami. It also doesn't surprise me that nobody called and, and discussed that. But I've got something I, I kind of want to get your opinion Does on. Does it ever surprise you when uh, people don't call and discuss any of the very provocative, important things that we discussed on this show? Not, not at all. Like, would you rather have uh, your next neighbor be just a plain, ordinary coon or a he-coon? Yeah. I think that's an important topic. Well, well, listen, Neil, on this whole 1972 Dolphin thing, I can't believe that nobody finds it just a bit odd that all these guys are sitting around watching their TV rooting for a team not to break their record. Yeah. I think it shows a just very like the very little Just like the Maris family, not... That's exactly yeah. my point. You know, hey, but you know something? See, I, I keep hearing about this stuff about those guys, and the fact is, I hate to break the news to them, Denver lost to the Giants last week, and so even though this game is still tremendously important to the Dolphins, uh, you know, it's, uh, you know, meaningless. Well, you know, they show it on TV on, like, CNN, all these 72 Dolphins cracking open the champagne yeah. and just whooping it up. Mm-hmm. When Well, it's an ego thing with a lot of these guys, don't you understand? Yeah, but I, I mean, if you had other... a haircut like Earl Moore, you'd have an ego problem. <laughs> he's a good guy, but he's got a bad haircut. Every other record that's been broken, you see people go down there and, like, when Tony Dorsett got his record broken, he right. goes and attends. It's kind of like like when they dragged out to catch you with Babe Ruth's body when Hank Aaron hit number 715, you know, and they dragged the babe in there. Hey, go for it. Go do it. Okay, you know. You know, that's just so much better than these guys, these gravy trainers, holding on to, I guess, uh, what happened 17, 18 years ago. Yeah. I just, I, I find it, it a offensive. great accomplishment, and et cetera, and so on. It's been talked about ad nauseum, but uh, hopefully they'll all accomplish something more significant in their lives than that. Well, I, I, can't, I can't wait for the day when it is broken and all these guys get on TV and trash it and tell everybody how, well, in our day it was a lot harder to do, and this team, we could have beat that team and, and all that good stuff. Anyway, I just wanted your opinion because I didn't want to call the, the worst team because I knew what would happen oh, if I yeah. called well, that. Especially with Joe, you know. In fact, I heard, you know, I don't want to get into it because I'll, I'll get off on a long tangent. Have a great holiday because I heard him doing the Danny Marino thing this morning. And I thought, oh, not again. I mean, Danny's great. He's been great. We love okay, and people are bashing him, and he's this and he's that. And it's so boring and so tired and so worn out. And plus, Joe and Danny basically, I think, take showers together in their spare time. So, what, what, you know, what's the point? Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the mobile one line. Here's Cape Coral. Hello. Hey Neil. Yes sir. How are you? Happy Great. anniversary. And back to you. And happy holidays. Mm-hmm. I wanted to let you know. Yesterday I was listening in my shop uh, to uh, uh, public radio because I've got to have it on in here. Yeah. And uh, now, now what did they use? Because we heard that they were going to be taping the show and using calls or something. They used your show. It was great. Did they really? Yeah, they used you ragging on you know folks that were. Uh, you know, a little bit uh, on on the uh, on the right side of things when it comes to Clinton. You know. Now, wouldn't it be great if they'd have gone on public radio and said it puts the lotion oh, in the basket? That would have been the that, best. That would have been the best. But I mean, I heard it and I was like, I'll be damned. I wonder if he knows this is on. Yeah, I guess uh, they called Bluff Lindsay for permission to do that, and we said, sure, uh, we don't care. We know you got twenty or thirty listeners. <laughs> it was good, uh, and uh, yeah, they they did you right because uh, I mean, they mentioned your name. The did they really? How many oh, God bless National Pubic Radio. We yeah, still I, love them a lot. I I was pretty happy about it. it was, Good for them. It was great. If you ever, if you get a chance, could you do the one about the uh, uh, the the kid in the confessional? The kid in the confessional, father knows best. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, well, we don't want to. We know we don't want to get that uh, guy that called before that with that Catholic caller because obviously he takes it very very seriously. 
In the 50s, Robert Young made people laugh and Father Knows Best. Now, this great series is back, starring a few Catholic priests who like it young in the return of Father Knows Best. Step into the confessional, Billy. I don't know, Father. This makes the 47th time I've been in there this week. Oh, Billy, you want to be a good Catholic, don't you? Yeah, but does everybody get a spanking? <laughs> Father Knows Best. It's the Vatican's best-kept secret. And you've got a private seat for all the fun. Just enter the rectory from the rear. All right, Billy boy. It's time for your flute lesson. But, Father, your flute has only one hole, and it doesn't make any noise. Oh, it will, Billy. It will. <laughs> Father Knows Best. Once you've seen this new sitcom, you'll wonder why you've never heard about it. Let me introduce you to St. Peter. Father Knows Best. Going to church may not seem very entertaining, but there really is something funny going on here. There's no fact in, in the church. You know, I've always wondered, until this moment, I always wondered why those priests make each altar boy kind of kneel over the collection plate. While they're massaging their private parts. It puts the lotion in the basket. Two open lines in date, 5670560 and pound 560 on the mobile one line. Here's uh, Coral Springs. Hello. Coral Springs. Going once. Our good close personal friends at Coral Springs that we raised $2,100 the other day, and they're not there. Well, too bad. 15 minutes and 38 seconds they waited. Are they still there? No. Long gone. You lose. Open line in Broward, two and date, five, six, seven. Where's Ponytail with that food, by the way? I'm holishing uh, over here, as they say in uh, Red China. Isn't that what the French say? I'm holishing over here? Here's a mobile in Miami Beach. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Hi, I just wanted to answer your uh, poll question. I'd rather live next to a hikun. Yeah. And as my grandfather Saul once said, I've, I've lost all my shoes and now I can't see so good. <laughs> uh -huh. Okay, whatever you say. I don't. Whatever he said, I uh, say Amen. Oh! I second that emotion. Whatever it was. Open line in Broward five six seven oh five sixty and pound five sixty on the mobile one line. What did he say? His grandfather Abraham Solomon once said. Uh, Boy, is what he said. Here's a mobile in Pompano. Hello. Did that guy was talking about the Dolphins seventy two season really say seventeen eighteen years ago? Yeah, well, that's close. 27, 26, 17, 18. That's in the ballpark. Double figures. Something to that effect, yeah. yeah. Uh, really, what I called about was uh, I went to Joe Robbie Stadium a couple of years ago when I was attending Marlins games. Mm -hmm. And I went up to a concession stand. And it was a, one of the girls that worked behind the counter there. She had a nameplate on. And I swear, D-A-P-I-T-H-A-Y was her name. The Pythia. Uh... All right. Great. And she said her mother didn't know how to spell Daphne, but she did the best she could. I bet you uh, her brother would be named Anthony. And he probably put the lotion in the basket. It puts the lotion in the basket. Okay, we have an open line in day one in Broward. <laughs> 567 oh, 560 on the mobile one line. I guarantee you there are 20 million people all over this town that are going, uh, that are walking around saying, It puts the lotion in the basket. And other people who are not part of our uh, fraternity here are looking at them like, Huh? Like, what What do you, what you be saying, man? You better get with it, okay? Because if you're not walking around saying, It puts the lotion in the basket. Then you're not <laughs> crap, okay? We ought to have a bumper sticker like that. You know, if, if you uh, don't like country, you ain't, if you ain't, uh, what does that thing say? Oh, you know what I'm talking about. It says, if you ain't country uh, something, you ain't shot or something like that. Or you should be shot. 567 oh, 560 pound 560 on the uh, Mobile One line. The Hank Goldberg Show at 2. We got the Boogster at 6, uh, Mr. Orangehead. And we got Ed Kaplan at 10 o'clock for all you compulsive chronic gamblers out there who like to go on the cruise ships and lose all your money. 
By the way, how's everybody with the House Sun Cruise? Are they still operating? Uh -huh. How do you like that? Boy, that Broward Sheriff's thing and uh, Bobby Butterworth, that thing sure worked like a charm. <laughs> oh, yeah, put them right out of business. Yes? Still 410, nobody, nobody, nobody. Oh, my, see, now that's the problem because I, I, that's my mistake. I should never have gone on here and read this thing about the 650 that Eric is faxing us. Well, we don't want Chris hanging out there with nobody wants to come by. We want you to come by if you want the stuff, if you want the CDs and cassettes and the T-shirts and you really feel it. You feel it? No. Well, pretend you feel it, okay? You're probably used to that. 163rd and Biscayne there in North Miami on the Exxon station, southeast corner. Chris is sitting there like twiddling it and his thumbs too because there's nobody around. All we need is another 306 bucks. That's 15 uh, people, 15 and uh, three uh, twentieths uh, people to come by there. 15 people and one midget to come by over there and uh, help us out between now and two o'clock and get us like cash in hand over 100 grand. You thought that I was stubborn, stupid? They say our love is taboo. That what we're doing is wrong. But I don't care what they say. Because my love is so strong. They tell us we should be ashamed. We're not husband and wife. But I cherish each moment with you. I'm so glad you're in my life. You're my prison bitch, my prison bitch You're not like other men I'm glad we share a prison cell When lights go up at ten I can't escape the way I feel Now that would be a crime as long as I am doing you, I don't mind doing time. Cause oh. you're my prison bitch, my prison bitch, and I have no regret. I got you for a candy bar and a pack of cigarettes. At first you were resistant, but now you are my friend. I knew that I would get you in the end. That you were sent from up above. When I get out, I'm ready to go straight. 
bitch, my prison bitch. I'll never say goodbye. You're not like all the others. Too bad they had to die. On second thought, I think I'll stay. If you want me to, your prison bitch is never leaving you. Okay, thanks to Jeff Cole from the World Famous Pizza Law for coming by and not, uh, you know, having too much conversation in here and bringing great food. All right, delicious, baby. I got meatball, I got sausage, I got a little bit of the insides of a calzone, the stuffings of it. And uh, so I guess Chris is uh, dying over there at 163rd in Biscayne, which he just, you know, it, it, he keeps pushing it. He keeps pushing it like uh, it ain't going to happen over there. I told him that, North Miami Beach, is shows and spows, but he keeps uh, trying to push it. Are we stuck at 410? Is that the deal? We got nothing, nothing beyond that? That's because I made that bad mistake of um, reading that facts from Eric. I should have saved that right for the uh, bitter end. So anyway, they're going to move to another uh, location, which would be fine with us, like over by Aventura, which, again, Dade County. They're obsessed with Dade County. you got this fixation on Dade. Do we have any audience in Dade? No. Here's a fact that said, I'd like to come by your appearance this Saturday, but I have no idea how to get to this particular border store. I'll be coming up from Miami. It says, uh, do I take the turnpike? Do I take 95? What are the erections? I called the actual store and was left on hold for 10 minutes without any ass instance. Well, here you go, whoever sent me the facts. All you do is you come up to Hershey Highway, the Turnpike or 95, and uh, you get off on Sunrise Boulevard. And go west, young man, old man, whoever you might be. Just keep going west all the way through. I mean, just go west and west, almost to where the arena is. Out to Plantation Acres, and there on the right-hand side as you're going west, you'll see a Best Buy, and then you'll see a big freestanding Borders, and there's an Amico station on the other side of it. And the Borders is where we're going to be noon to 2 this Saturday. Our last appearance of the uh, thing for this year. With the best of Neil's stuff, including uh, whatever CDs and cassettes we have from previous years, which we still have some of those, including Neil's Nuggets, that has the bridge tender and some of the other pain in the ass stuff that you keep bugging us for that we don't ever want to hear again. Got it? Uh-huh. Good. So they're going to move to another location and see if we can't knock off that 306 uh, by the end of the day. See, it's, it's just anticlimactic to do it like on a fax like that and say, oh, well, here it is, uh, you know, great, but we want the more the merrier. We want it in our hand. Here's Miami. Hello. Miami. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Uh, two things I wanted to talk to you about. It was kind of interesting last night. Um, I was perusing through the stations, and I happened to go through each one of them. I went through 610. Oh, my God. I went through uh, Rick and Sud's show, and it was kind of interesting that everybody's talking about the bombing. And then we went oh, over my to, God. Yeah. Yeah, we went over to your station, and, uh, of course, there's Kimbo Camper talking about the band and uh, Jimmy Thing going back. Oh, no. That's what I was asking for. I was wondering, of course, how many people could have really been listening at that point, because I sure wasn't. I was glued to my TV before we went for the hockey game. Well, Watching the bombs bursting in the air and listening to Jerry Solomon carrying on like a rabid dog. And, yeah, uh, and it was just like two minutes. You sit there and you go, oh, Jesus, you're still talking about this? Now, what time was this? Um, this was, I would say, about 6 o'clock or 7 o'clock, somewhere in that neighborhood. Oh, my God. Yeah. Now, isn't that one of the things that I said when I first came over here, being on an all-sports station, that if we have a war, if, like, the end of the world comes, if we have another major Absolutely. hurricane, which we didn't have while I was on vacation at one time, a hurricane come blowing through here, just ask George, 
and uh, we are totally unprepared to deal with this stuff, you know. Well, hey, at least we get the latest scores and stuff. There you go. Just to get the odds on that bond, that girls' volleyball game tonight. That's right. Absolutely. Where else are you going to get that? You're going to give that to you on IOD? No. Wynn's going to give that to you? No. No way. We got it. Well, the other thing I want to talk to you about, it was funny because um, a lot of people that, that sit here and talk about this Clinton thing with me, they all feel basically the same, which is, you know, this is just a big uh, thing of bullshit that's going on and no big deal. Well, last night I'm sitting here over at work. Somebody walks in. And he begins to start talking to me. In about two minutes into the whole conversation, I said, "So you listen to Rush Limbaugh, don't you?" Mm-hmm. And he says, "Well, yeah, okay, uh-huh, yeah, I do." Uh-huh, and I said, uh-huh. "Ah, well, I guess the uh, stormtrooper boots should have uh, like tipped me off." Mm-hmm. But at any rate, I'm out of material. Did he, so... keep, did he keep saying ditto, ditto, ditto? Oh uh, no, actually, he kept uh, talking about how it was, uh-huh, uh, uh-huh. Clinton's spin doctors working and so on and yeah. so forth. Yeah, tell, tell him to spin this. Tell him to go home and spin his dreidel. Well, you know, he'll probably get a little cheap thrill out of that. And then stick it in his rectum. Right. Not necessarily in that order. Okay, have a great uh, holiday. You too. Bye-bye. See you. Two open lines in date. Five, six, seven. See, it's only the old diehard, the real right-wingers, the tried and the true. I mean, if Clinton came in for the holidays and brought them uh, $20,000 in cash and put it under a goddamn Hanukkah bush or Christmas tree, if they were in that category, they'd still hate him like poison. Oh, gee, he said it again. They'd still say he stole a freight train. Five, six, seven. Oh, good lunch today, by the way, from Pizza Loft. Thank God I thought of it. Excellent. Outstanding. Five six seven oh five sixty and pound five sixty on the mobile one line. Beware of exploding balls. Start bombing Baghdad. Do it every day. All right. I want to watch it on TV. Iraq, Iraq. We've nothing to lose. It should take a day. Let us just put an end to it. Iraq, Iraq. I want to wake up. And see their cities don't exist. Look in thin air and tell that Saddam Hussein. We're really pissed. You're under my skin. That little piece of sh- Ain't getting away. I'll get the mob to make a hit from old New York. The Dom has got to go of that now. We all know it's time to bomb Iraq, Iraq. See their cities all blown to fits, a blowing city, and say that we're number one. Top of the heat, we can't be beat again. We have won.
It's uh, 347. It's uh, 847 in Baghdad. So anyway, they're going to have the impeachment hearings Friday and Saturday now is what they're saying. Or as they say, Saturday and Sunday. Geez, they just shut the thing off. What did it say? Yeah, it's been talked about Friday. Friday and Saturday, like I said. And they had Wolf Creek Woods around there for just a second. And now Bob Prankett is on there on CNN going, bah, 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 bah. Friday and Saturday impeachment debate, okay? They're worried about momentum, the Republicans. No, they just got through. I was listening. He said, don't worry about the big Mo, okay, because he signed for $80 million a year, and big Schro Vaughn, he's going to be okay. Don't worry about that. You got us in the bag, and uh, whatever you paid us, that was good enough, and uh, you can count on our vote. That's what they said. Two open lines in Dave, 5670560, pound 560 on a mobile one line. Give you something to do over the weekend anyway. Here's Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Yes, hello. Yes, sir. Well, Uncle Neil, all I can do is thank you for the last uh, 15, 18 years of listening to you. You've been great. Uh, I cannot believe this Trent Lott. What? I, I, I don't know if I can say this more so beat me. What a schmuck. This guy comes out. we got a, a, a war situation going on. We're finally taking care of business. And he goes, well, I don't know if I trust the president. What? Yeah. I'm sorry, you're eating. <laughs> Well, you know, I I'm just, listening. I'm eating and I'm listening. I can do both at the same time. I hear you. I, hear I know you. it's astonishing, but I can do it. All right. Well, you know, they got the they got the most important impeachment uh, waste of time going on, so that we, if they pass these uh, articles of impeachment, which it looks like they will, we're going to have six months approximately of testimony from this Linda Tripp from Monica Lewis. Yeah, we know. We know. What that's, a waste. That's what they want. That's uh, what the Republican Guard, that's what they want. They're doing this for what purpose? I They're mean, doing it because uh, they got a bug up their ass, because they got a hard-on for Bill Clinton, and they want to stick it to him, and uh, that's it. The economy and nobody's going to confuse them with the facts. The economy's they don't care. Down. They don't care. You're preaching to the choir, sir. They do not care. we got it. We got 12 million more people. And working. have a great holiday. Okay, we have an open line at Broward 2 and Dade, 567 560 pound 560 on the mobile one line. Don't confuse Eliana Gross-Leighton and E. Clay Shaw and all your other uh, legislators out there. Don't confuse them with the facts because they got their mind made up and they got, uh, they're got they under control. They got You know that's the thing, I got you under my thumb? Well, somebody's got them under his thumb, its thumb, and that's it, like Tom DeLay. He's got them under his thing. Here's a lady in plantation. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, ma'am. How are you? Great. Listen, I go to FSU, so I don't get to listen to you all the time. Right. Um. Do you think they'd ever accept you up there in the armpit of the state? If they would what? Ever take you up there in the armpit of the state? No. Never, right? No. I also interned for the Attorney General. I heard you're a little upset with him. About what? Oh, yeah. you mean about the cruise ship then? Yeah. Yeah, he's an asshole, Bobby Butterworth. He's a major asshole. Yeah, well, he's a good boss. I make money. Well, that, that's all that counts. I mean, you know, as long as the check's clear. But he's <laughs> still an asshole. A goody two-shoes, phony baloney. <laughs> Listen, uh, since I don't get to hear you, could you play something good for me? Maybe. Okay. Like what? 
I don't know. I don't get to hear you in Tallahassee. I'm just down for Christmas. Oh, okay. Just surprise me. Okay. Thank you. Have a happy. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. How do you like that? Nice young lady there. First lady of the day, I do believe. Am I right? Yeah. think so. Well, they're busy. They're cooking, uh, you know, Christmas goodies like mandel bread, stuff like that. Open line at Broward, 2 in Dade County, 5670560, pound 560 on the mobile one line. What would be a good thing to play? Huh? Christmassy? No, she said not Christmas, something good, not Christmassy for crying out loud. Something entertaining, something she would love. Body part of what body augmentation bonus. No, no, how about, um, this would be good. Kind of fits right in. So to speak. Hey, baby, come play with my song. It may be hanging down, but you can make it big and long. Hey, baby, come play with my song. You don't have to swallow, I have a washcloth. Aiming to please when you're going down on me. So in other words, we got another 20 bucks, and I'm supposed to be excited about that. Wait till you hear where, this, uh, where Chris went, okay? See, they're trying to give us a handicraft, make it just a little bit more difficult. 99714 I'm not adding in Eric's money yet until we get, you know, because that really uh, slowed us down to a crawl. I know you mean well, Eric, but butt out for right now. But um, wait, wait, you hear where they are right now with a QAM van. You're going to absolutely uh, squirt, squirt. wet yourself. I guarantee you that. They're in Hallandale. How do you like that? Oy. They know where to find our audience. Maybe Sonny Rosenberg will come by with a few. Stuff. I doubt it. They're on the corner of US-1 and Hallandale Beach Boulevard and the northwest corner in the Shell Station there, huh? We ought to have, what, four or five people under the age of 100 in Hallandale, maybe one or two, uh-huh. like I said, maybe. And we need another 286 bucks. Boy, it sure slowed down after I mentioned that uh, we're all unofficially over the top. We want officially over the top. That's why we're having this pizza lot lunch and having a celebration today. And all of a sudden, we slow down to a crawl just because they're going into places where we couldn't find our audience if our lives depended on it. Well, I think you're nitpicking now. So tomorrow on Saturday, back to impeachment, okay? After a couple of days of bombing laundry heads, we go back to speech meant tomorrow. In fact, a lot of people saw Clinton last night wondering what the speech meant. Weren't you wondering? Here's Orlando. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Great show as usual. Uh-huh. Of course. I'll tell you how long I've been listening. Uh... Yesterday, you were talking about Joel from Tampa, and he needs Oh, to God. That, but I remember him. Uh, my yeah, reason, My reason for calling, and if you don't want to put it out over the air, maybe George could tell me. You keep talking about Eric, and I've tried and tried to track him down. I thought I was a big fan, but he sounds like he's been listening a long time. Uh, I'd like to find out who he is, maybe talk to him. The webpage is great. The Neil Rogers Archives. Yeah. Beautiful. Eric Harold. Eric, what? Harold. What paper is it? The Herald? <laughs> the Herald. No, it's the Sun Sentinel. You can email him at eric at neilrogers.com. Oh, thank you very oh, there much, you go. George. And uh, could I make a request? Yes, sir. How about I'll kick the pop out of you? Oh, that sounds good to me. Thank you very much, Neil. And have a great life. Bye-bye. Mm-hmm. 
I want to finish eating you, okay? Is that okay? Huh? Okay. Thank you. That wacky, all wacky Hussein. Use poison gas on his own people's assets. Kept dropping bombs on the Jews. Out of my kicker. Out of you. That bald chick who ripped up the phone. If I do recall, her head looks like a cue ball. I guess she don't need no shampoo. Sinead, I kicked the sh out of you. The guy who's messing with my ex. I crack your head like an egg. Or I might break a leg. Yeah, if me, I would give me the cue. Would he, I'd kick the shit so Dave Koresh thinks he's Christ. I'd eat him up like a cat jokes down my Saying he ain't no king of the Jews. Oh, if he kick the What's with this guy who's Even has gumbo's ears. Let's seal, seal his mouth shut with some glue. Baby, I kick the shit. Oh yeah, I kick the shit. I said I kick the shit out of you. The Neil Rogers Show, now on 560 WQAM, Miami, Fort Lauderdale. It's the one to two hour. I'm seething like a white Christian. A pass of Jews and gay homos. How I'd love to bury those life-killing fairies who don't know the Bible like I know. I'm seeking. Like a white Christian. And how we all must think and act alike and not to think whenever it's appropriate. Yes, wouldn't it be wonderful if everybody in the world was white and Christian and looked the same and said the same things? Boring? I don't think so. No, to me, that would be paradise and the Republican way. I'm seizing like a wise 
Christian And how we all must think alike All the games black and yet long must die Until everybody's Christian and One hundred three at five sixty WQM. Here's the good news, boys and girls. Oh! We made it. We made a hundred grand for Center One. Actually, we're over the top. Nice going, Neil. Thank you. Neil, God. Wonderful gentleman from Precious Little People Portraits. Say that a hundred times fast. Come on, Precious Little People Portraits gave us a check for two hundred eighty-six bucks over there in Hallandale. How do you like that? Boy. That put us right at the hundred thousand dollar mark. Thank you profusely, sir. So, what does that mean? Is Chris going to go get laid now or what? No, he's going to stay. Going to stick around there? Wow. What a guy. That's uh, In fact, maybe we'll have another rave party right there on the corner. Oh! Yeah, it's Hallandale. They're raving about it. U.S. 1 and Hallandale Beach Boulevard, the Shell Station on the northwest corner. We're still going to continue to be there for another hour till the end of the show today. Just because we got to 100 grand, does that mean we stop now? No. No, we keep plugging along there just to piss off Buddy and Evans and Wayne. Two open lines in Broward, one in date. I'll request a Thursday here. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Power 96 is in their brand new studios up on the third floor, oh! which means the rest of us can't be far behind. Even I know everybody else, especially Hank, is going to miss the rat-infested, bug-infested toilet, a place that you could, if you saw with your own eyes, you wouldn't believe the kind of conditions in that other building over there on Sheridan Street. Unsanitary would be a major compliment. Uninhabitable would be the understatement of the century. So it won't be long now, sometime in the new year, okay? Sometime. Don't uh, get too carried away, but sometime. Here's Boca. Hello. Yeah. Yes, sir. I just want to say I'm all for the impeachment process. Yeah. Because Chronic. I, he, cause he... Chronic, yeah. Chronic. Okay, we have an open line in Broward, one in Dade. See, I don't care if you want to see your offer impeachment. That's fine, but not Chronic from Boca, please. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Here's Palm Beach. Hello. Palm Beach. Going once. Palm Beach is gone. Okay, Palm Beach be gone. We're down to a couple now. Five six seven oh five sixty. See, we got to the hundred grand mark. We're having a big year. Everything's going great. Oh! Get of this crowd. They don't like uh, when things are going too well. I've, I've discovered that. It's taken me a hundred years to figure it out. When we really start rolling along, rocking and socking, that's when these people just jump. They flee like there's a goddamn bomb scare, a bomb scare in Baghdad. By the way, here's uh, old General Shelton up there. What's he hocking at China? He's got the diagram. More than 50 targets hitting the first wave of attacks, and you ain't seen. He's singing. You ain't seen nothing yet. For a general, I think that's a little bit, you know, embarrassing. But he's singing it, and he's meaning it. Here's North Miami. Hello. Hello, Neil. How are you today? Okay, sir. Yeah, anyway, I'm glad. I'm glad Steve Kane is no longer on, on, on Super Talk. Yeah. Uh-huh. Anyway. Well, guess what? We don't care if he's on or whether you're glad he's no longer on. Two open lines a day, two in Broward, 5670560. We're not interested in old chronics from 100 years ago, okay? I don't know who you are, but quite frankly, does it really make a difference at this point? No. No, go away. Go away, sir. Go back to Mr. Ego. Go back to Alice Rantel. Move out to L.A. and listen to uh, KABC and listen to the Alice Rantel show and hear what a self-hating fag really sounds like. Get out of my face. We're at 7.56, and it's not a shell, it's a Chevron. Well, you said shell, mister. God damn it. What? Huh? And by the way, some people are objecting vigorously to you uh, projecting the impression that Chris Reed gets laid a lot. Damn it! Well, like who? Like him? No. 
He likes that impression. Yeah. But other people are uh, crying foul. Like who? Who's that? I don't want to mention Joe Castello by name, but he says it's absolutely not true. He's as desperate as they come. Who, Joe is desperate? Oh, him too. Yeah. Well, Joe, you know, when we were at Shell's a couple of weeks ago, Joe was talking about the date that he had, like sometime next July. Remember he said he met that real nice-looking uh, blonde and he had some, they had it written down in July. I don't think it was next year. I think it was like a Y2K problem. Something like that. Well, why should Joe have trouble getting laid? Just because he's got that Roman nose? Joe's a good guy. He looks kind of human. Huh? you got to be more than a good guy down here. And Chris, I mean, Chris, uh, Chris you know. Money. Chris has got a few bucks, okay, all you ladies out there. Chevron Station over there in Hallandale, Hallandale Beach Boulevard, US-1. He's the nephew. He's Greg Reed's nephew. He's part of the family, baby. He's got a few bucks laying around. There you go. Just walk up to Chris and say, Loan me $50. And you'll be all set. You'll be in like Flynn. Or is it the other way around? Two open lines in Dade, 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. So like I said, Chris uh, Reed over there hasn't got laid in uh, eight months, and he's desperate. And if there's anybody over there, even that's alive, he's not choosy. Even if you got some pets that are horny, bring them on by. And if you got one of those cats, oh, God, do I hate cats. You know, the kind that, like, rub up, like Siamese. Isn't that the kind that rub up against your leg and just, like, in a real... Now, see, that's creepy. That, that's the definition of creepy. We got people around this building. We got overgrown children who are saying that this thing... It puts the lotion in the basket. Now, that's not creepy. That's hysterically funny. That's peeing your pants funny. But cats rubbing up against your leg, that's creepy. In fact, walking into somebody's house and smelling their, uh, you know, that litter box, that kitty, oh, that's creepy. That's uh, crappy, Cre crappy and creepy. Fort Lauderdale, hello. <laughs> okay, great. Okay, open lines in date, 5670560 and pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Happy New Year to you too, sir. Here's a mobile in Boca. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Yes, Neil. First time caller, long time listener. Moved here about five years ago from Pittsburgh. From Pittsburgh. Bad game last night, sir. Looks yeah, pretty, I know. Uh, pretty stale. What happened? I was reading in a paper about the uh, Penguins. How, how would they go bankrupt like that, losing all that money? Well, you know, when you're paying uh, Mario all that money and you're paying Yager all that money and when you're not drawing really as many people as you claim that you are and when you don't have, like, the big revenues coming in because Pittsburgh is a small market, they don't have all the big TV and radio rights that they do in New York and a lot of the major markets. And uh, as a result, they, it, look at the Pirates. It's, it's a Pittsburgh thing. It happens there with regularity because uh, it's, a, it's a small market trying to be a major market, and they're just not making it. That has to be one of the oldest stadiums, too, the Civic Arena. That, and, that's and, and really old. And don't, I mean, forget, when I was there, the last don't, and there, don't was... forget, before Mario came along, the Penguins almost went bankrupt. Then they almost had to move and leave town. They came within a whisker. Right. Okay, that's all I got. Love you. Okay, good luck to you, pal. Bye-bye. And the Marty Strzok is God. He's playing great, boy, I'll tell you. Marty Strzok is playing the best hockey in his life, and too bad Doug McLean didn't like him. We might still have him on the team here, goddammit. Fifteen goals. Nice going, Marty. Skating like the wind. Oh, and by the way, I do want to say this, which will make the uh, organization happy. This kid that they brought up, what was his name? Rat Attack, Rat Chuck, this new defenseman. This kid looked great last night. He's skating like the wind. Nice going there, Rat Attack. Looked pretty good. Dade County lines open, 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line, 109 at QAM. If Hi, this is G. Gordon Liddy, and they don't come any worse than Neil Rogers. Down in Jamaica in the Caribbean, they got the best herb that you ever seen. Ask anybody in that neighborhood, they tell you this the country where the country be good. 
Rasta man has come in one to sell And from a mile away you can detect the smell of smoke Oh, 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 right Smoke, ganja, smoke, smoke He lights up the spliff and talk Oh, we're fine Smoke, ganja, smoke, smoke I want to give you a kiss Smoke, ganja, smoke, smoke The ganja be good you can carry lots of herb in the gunning sack. Smoke it every day until your lungs turn black. With all the money that we have made, Jamaica doesn't need any foreign aid. American tourists come here and say, Got nothing like this in the USA. They smoke, smoke, ganja, smoke, smoke. They light up the spliff and choke. They begin to cough and choke. Smoke, ganja, smoke, smoke. The ganja be good. Oh my god. Mama tell her son you are an awesome man. You like to smoke the giant spliff whenever you can. Many people coming here from miles around. Buy the earth from you, buy the ounce and the pound. Rastaman say to her, Mama, you right. The ganja be good tonight. And then they smoke. Smoke, ganja, smoke, smoke. They light up the spliff and talk. Smoke, ganja, smoke, smoke. Smoke, ganja, smoke, smoke. Ganja be good. Come on. 168 at 560. WQM. Hi to the uh, Hallandale Police, by the way, who are stopping by to give us their best regards, the best of whatever they got. Hey, listen, they got a, a lot of work to do over there in Hallandale with all the rave concerts going on with Sonny Rosenberg carrying on and with that damn R.J. Intendola and those stupid outside turlets. A lot of work to do in Hallandale, as in Oy. good luck to them. So we got 100000 135 bucks. We're going strong at the... Chevron Station is where Chris is standing by, waiting for more donations, waiting to sell more of our best of stuff, waiting to get laid, and whatever else might go on over there. Chevron Station on the northwest corner of US-1 and Hallandale Beach Boulevard. So is there anybody among those uh, twerps that we have over in the other building who is actually getting laid every now and then, or they just talk about it a lot? Because I hear an awful lot of conversation, all the never-ending, nonstop, about Geldy. Geldy is like, I'm constantly here. And how the hell do you get laid when you have no equipment? What? Geldy is hung like a moose? That's what I hear. Well, now let me ask you, how would the people here know if Geldy is hung like a moose, unless they've seen it? On a sports station, and you're telling me that we have guys in this building who have seen Geldy's penis? Oh, I didn't say the guys told me. Boy, I'll tell you, I'm restraining myself so desperately right now. We have an open line of date, 5670560 and Tom 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Here's Miami. Hello. Okay, thank you. There's the uh, whirly bird is doing it, hovering over it. Here's a, a mobile in Delray Beach. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Well, i got to give you credit. You sure did call that Straka thing a few years back. Yeah. You loved the guy, and you were talking him up so much, and, and he's turned out to be... How could you not see it? Every every shift, every time he went out there on the ice, he was, like, uh, making things happen. He, fly, he skates like the uh, the wind. And it, and the, uh, the game two nights ago, when he uh, just barely beat Tampa Bay, yeah. 
and then the game last night. He's playing the best of his career right now. He's making moves. He picked Karkner's pocket last night to score that goal. And by the way, Karkner played a great game other than that last night for the first time in a long time. Nice going, Terry. It's about time. But I'm telling you, this kid is playing so great. Yes. Did you see uh, Eddie Joe take, almost take uh, Barnes' head off? Yeah, up in the air yeah that was that was a smart play, by the way. Nice going, Special Ed. <laughs> he wasn't special Ed, he's a he's a genius. He's a rocket scientist. <laughs> Although I'll say this in all fairness, he was flying last night. They all were. They all played a pretty good game, yeah. including our buddy Sean Burke. Yeah, Sean played. I tell you, about yep. once every six weeks, he'll play a game like that. The rest of the time, he'll take the joint out. But once every few weeks, when he least expected, he'll because he's capable of doing it. But he just uh, he's just too inconsistent. He looked good. Uh, he just looked quicker last night and more on top of it. Yeah, he was great last night. No question about it. And, and Barrasso, Barrasso was great too. Well, you know, they gave Barrasso number two star. Yeah. I didn't think that, you know, they gave Mellon B3 and they gave, of course, Sean Burke 1. Well, what do you mean Mellon B3? What about Whitney that scored the That's winning goal? I, I thought it would have been, would have been How Whitney. could it not be Little Ray Whitney that scored the winning goal last night? Are know. these people out of their minds? Or uh-huh. Billy Lindsay, maybe. Yeah, well, the empty netter. I mean, yeah. And then he had one before that. Billy is the recipient of two nice uh, holiday gifts early. He got a nice gift from Eric Weinrich, formerly of the Blackhawks, which I think was uh, his ticket out when he got that gift goal that won the 2-1 to Chicago game here a few weeks ago. I remember. And they got a nice gift uh, from the – I'm telling you, Pittsburgh's defense is so bad. They got, you know, a lot of great offensive players, not just Yager and Barnes and Straka, but they got Guillermo Titov and they got Kovalev, who seems yep. to be finding himself there and playing real good. They got tremendous offense, but, boy, their defense is really shaky. Yager is bigger than I thought he was. Uh, he's, he's a big he's, dude. He, is, he could be the strongest player in the league, even stronger than Lindros. He's not as big as him, but he is as strong as an ox. You see how he skates in on the goal? I mean, he's almost unstoppable. Yeah. Wow. And keep in mind, they really weren't uh, playing all that good last night either. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Thanks, Neil. Okay, have a great day. Marty Straka, God, we miss you, Marty. Look at that. When we talked hockey for 20 seconds, I turned around. There's one call left on the board. Well, excuse us, okay? Excuse us. How about those Leafs? First time Phoenix giving up five goals all year. The Leafs down 2 nothing to Phoenix at the end of one in Maple Leaf Garden. Pat Quinn takes him in the room at the end of the period and says, Hey, you forgot, guys. These guys, this team is in the Western Conference. They said, Oh, yeah, we're supposed to beat them. And they did. Four goals in four minutes. Nice going. Go, Leafs, go, baby. Oh! All these putwhackers down here. All you got to do is think how. You know, they leave after the second period, like I said. They don't give a crap. 10.36. 10.36. Well, what kind of time is that? Oh, that's when we're dropping more bombs, 10.36. Well, that's pretty damn. Woo! 1036. Angela Marty. Huh? Nice lady came by and dropped 100 bucks in. Thank you, sweetheart. What's the eighth? Three? It's 100,382 bucks. We're going to keep that. We're going to keep goosing that total up uh, in spite of whatever's going on out there. Open line in Broward, all three in Dade. They just dropped off the map. Just like Baghdad's going to do over the weekend. They just dropped off the map. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Here's Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Talk about the hockey game last night. Uh-huh. Um, Aaron Brigell needs to go. Why is that? He has sung every night, you know, the national anthem. Well, what do you mean by the that? The same guy every Well, of course, I'm, most places have the same guy who sings. No, it. That's what no, you want. At the Miami Aaron Brigell is great. Aaron Brigell is God. I love Aaron Brigell. No, 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 no. At the Miami Arena, it was a different guy every night. But, but now, toward the end, though, he became the regular. They were okay. searching. I mean, what do you want? You want Richard Friedman back? Oh, I don't care. Okay. Somebody knew. I'm tired no, of No, we like him. Aaron Brigell. Okay, love um... Panther Patrol. Yeah, they got to go. go. They must go, right. And uh, thank God. And by the way, they still haven't fixed the red lights. We still can't see it from where we sit. But I, I've just given up at this point. I don't care anymore. Peter Worrell. Yeah. Thank God he was the healthy scratch last night. Right. And Peter Ratchuk. Those red lights are concerned. I don't give a shit anymore. No, I've just given up. They don't care about the fans, so screw it. Ratchuk. Yeah. Good. Bad. Yeah. And have a nice day. Okay, we have an open line at Broward, all three in Dave. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. Yes. 1086 and Aaron Burgell is Wayne Huizinga's cousin. 
and I still like him. I don't care if he's his cousin, if he's kissing cousin. I don't care what he is. He's good. Okay, so he butchered up O'Canada a few weeks ago. When Otto was here last week, he did a good job. I like, how could you, look, you people are so freaking negative. How could you be knocking the guy that sings the national anthem? And I will confess that uh, not last night, what was the game before that? Who the hell did we play? Uh, what was it? But whatever it was, I guess it was the Ottawa game. And he sang the, uh, oh, it was the American National Anthem. He got, like, uh, off. He was he was lost a little bit. He needed a roadmap. I like Aaron Burgill. I don't care if he's his cousin, if he's his nephew, if he's his brother-in-law, if he's his sister-in-law. I like Aaron Burgill. I think he does. And it's good having the same guy. I like that guy they've had in Boston for years. Rene, uh, what's his name? Rancourt. And that Rene Lacavier, whatever the hell his name is in Montreal. That's been that frog that's been uh, up there for 2,000 years. I like that. Instead of having some goofball come down there that makes it into a 10-minute, I hate those people. You know, they make the national anthem into a 10-minute exercise, and every note has got to be a long, drawn, you know, like a Jose Feliciano thing, although I did, did like Jose Feliciano. I love that. That was good. That was 100 years ago, but it was good. And he was saying, Jose, can you see? And he said, no. Yeah, that was bad when he started out saying, Jose, can you see? No. But he's still saying it good. Here's Pompano. Hello. Bill. Yes, sir. Hey, how's it going? Great. Is it me? Yes. Or am I, have these things been around for a while that, uh, the Christian fish on the cars? Oh, that's been around for, uh, no, but now, four or five years now. At now least. there's one where they have a big, uh, your filter fish. <laughs> they have a big Christian fish that says truth on it. Yeah. And swimming into the mouth of the big Christian fish, yeah. the smaller fish that says Darwin on it. Oh, isn't that cute? Ah. Yeah, God, God forbid that we talk science, man. In fact, didn't they just find another uh, a fossil here? I think it was in Hallandale they found a fossil. No, seriously, they just found another one that uh, goes back 20 uh, trillion years or whatever the hell it is. Oh, no, the Earth's only been here 6,000 years. Right, we believe you. So for all of the... We uh, believe it. <laughs> yeah, it's just another uh, commie plot, all that science bull crap. It's an atheist heathen plot. For all the non-sounds of the lamb fans, I've got this potted up for you, Neil, now. The, yeah. The original. Oh, great. So if you'd like to hear that, but as I as I leave you for the holidays, I'd like to say one thing. Yes. The exercise bike mummy, it puts the Lawson in the casket. Hold on. Yeah, that's what the Governor Bumpkin said. Hotting it up. Anyway, we're listening. <laughs> okay, could barely hear it, but he did say it puts the lotion in the basket. And she said, "Boy, this is the pits." Yeah, that's what Jody Foster said. This is the pits. And he still said, It puts the lotion in the basket. Open line at Broward, 2 and Dade, 567 0560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. It's 125 at QAM. Oh my God, is that thing real? Kelsey, Kelsey, talking on a sports show, <laughs> trying to be macho. Your voice sounds just like. A seven-year-old girl, a little sports hole show. What else are you there for? Gelby, Gelby, talking like a baby. Who needs a little training? Why can't you understand? You don't sound like a man. Remove the rubber band. That choke your throat, not Gelby. Geldy, your lucky management don't care. Cause Geldy, you don't belong there on the air. And Geldy, the sports can't wait till your voice cracks. 
Because anyone who sounds like that should find another job. And they should only take you back when both your BBs drop. Oh, Kelsey. Kelsey. When you're gonna grow up, you make us want to throw up. You silly, squeaky fool. Go to broadcasting school. You're free, you this boy. Thank you. Sounds like a cut. You're a cut. You're a cut. You're a cut. You're a cut. Good God Almighty! What a, what a humongous piece. Wow! So maybe Geldy really is the, uh, the Milton Berle of sports radio, and we're not just bluffing. Maybe that's how he got the job. I think that's how he got the job? Uh -huh. Yeah. Hung like a moose, huh? Okay, we have uh, two open lines in date, 5670560 and pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Maybe that's why uh, neither BB ever dropped, and he's got the high squeaky voice. Maybe there just wasn't any room. Okay, where are we going? Here's uh, Pembroke Pines. Hello. Hey, how you doing, Neil? Okay, sir. Uh, that guy I was talking about earlier, you know, with the Christian fish. How about for DNH we start putting the, the fish stick on there, on the back of our cars? Okay. That sound good or no? After we eat it or before? Uh, well, we can put like maybe just the the chocolate part because we don't need that. You know, that's too that's too that's too much for it. Yeah. The fish we buy itself. Okay. Okay. Uh, first uh, next thing. Uh, are they gonna fix that done scoreboard? No. I mean, really, it is absolutely ridiculous. Oh, I, I will say this because I'm trying desperately to, uh, you know, enhance my enjoyment and pretend I'm enjoy having a good time going there. Uh -huh. After they got it fixed in the second period, after the first two embarrassing penalties where the penalty clock wasn't working, after the second period, everything worked flawlessly, and they even last night got the out-of-town scores up there with great regularity in the corners like they did for the first game or two, and then they kind of forgot about it. And uh, that was great. I mean, how difficult is that to do? That was dynamite. Uh huh. Well, you know what? You know, Especially seeing the Leafs pulling away from uh, Phoenix was great. Well, you know what's unbelievable is that you know I go to the soccer games over there, and there's no problem with the scoreboard at all. Yeah. And, I mean, nothing whatsoever. I don't know. I think it's the director of operations that's, at the hockey games. I think there's the uh, chigger in the wood pile. That's what I, I think it really is. Yeah. But, um, anyway, so uh, yeah, it was a good game last night, you know, except for the scoreboard part. And uh, one request. Yes, sir. Can you play? I don't know. You might have played it earlier. Can you play that Bomber Rock song? The what? The the Bomber Rock. However, oh, okay. Can you play that? Can sure. you play that yet or no? Uh, well, very early. We'll play it again. Okay, thank and you. And again and again and again. Sounds good. We'll, we'll keep dropping it on you. Okay, we have an open line in Broward, too, and Dade. Dade County kind of like uh, faded away after we found out that we couldn't raise any money in Dade. No, seriously, we've had a move primarily in Dade County, although I will admit that, the, was it yesterday? We were at the pizza loft thing there in Davie behind the Pier 1 Imports and absolutely laid a big, even the Iraqis haven't seen a bomb like that recently. So we've had to move around there because we have pockets of audience, okay? We've got a little pocket over here, a little pocket over there, and the rest of the people, their hands are in their pockets, and they're feeling the change, but they're not listening to this show, or they're just not going to help us out. They may be listening, but they're a bunch of cheap bastards. Even in Hallandale, for crying out loud, we've got 1146 bucks for a grand total of $100,425. All I can say is Damn, God. thank you all very much. You've been great. We really uh, This thing just took off like, like, a, like wildfire. The last week, didn't it? Didn't this thing take off? Uh -huh. Just shockingly. Here's Davey. Hello. Hey, Uncle Neil. Happy Chinooka. And back to you. You know, uh, somebody must be trying to drive us crazy putting Geldy on the radio. I mean, just happen to listen to that that 
That's oh, Disney character I can't voice. Do it. I just can't take it. It's unbelievable. The, 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 the voice is bad enough, but the but the ass sucking torpy uh, verbiage that comes out of it that that only magnifies it like ten million times. He looked totally different than I thought he would. I saw him on one of those Hampton pregame things on TV. Yeah, yeah. Like, he, looked, that I watched one. he looks like a punk, you know, just like an ordinary punk. I know what you mean. Right. You know, how about with a very large penis? Oh, unbelievable! You were talking about the the names. Yatiel uh, is pretty pretty high up on that list. Of, mm -hmm. And then uh, there was another guy on, on the Saints. His name is Leroy, L-A apostrophe R-O-I. With an apostrophe, I like right. that. That's a touch of class when you'd be putting an apostrophe in it. Elroy, Leroy, it's Leroy. Yeah. How about that one? And, uh, you know, I think... And, and then there's just plain... Roy! Don't forget him. Plain old Leroy. Right. I thought, um, I was thinking, you know, if, if Clinton was a Republican, I think the Democrats would be doing the same thing. I mean, it's just it's just a game, and uh, they, they just go back and forth. Mm -hmm. And... Um, did anybody... yeah, but, I, but, I, but I think you're missing the point. That is that the Republican Party has now been taken over by right-wing, radical, lunatic, fanatical, phony, Christian, holier-than-thou uh, people. That's the reason this is going on. You don't think the Republican Party is going a little more moderate? Really? The Republican Party is going moderate? <laughs> oh, my God. you got to be... Oh, Jesus. Just, just a little you gotta bit. you got to be doing magic mushrooms. Nah, you got nah, to be nah. hanging around with too much or something. Wow. Has, has anybody you checked... must be inhaling uh, somebody else's uh, bad weed. <laughs> No, I used to. I don't, don't do that anymore. But uh, yeah, just the uh, good stuff now. Anybody? Lawton Charles was on an exercise bike when? Or well, that's where the last place where they found him was uh, next to his exercise bike. He did was they, working it out. Did they check the speed dial for Buddy McKay's fingerprints on yeah, that? Yeah, it's on there, but too late. It goes to show you, Buddy's so stupid. He waited until after the election. You're supposed to do it before the election, Buddy. Oh, <laughs> 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 he told him. Yeah. yeah, we love you, and watch out for Detective DeMarco. Okay, have a great life. Whoever that is. Okay, we have an open line in Broward, 2 and Dade, 5670560, and pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Oh, Terry DeMarco on Guiding Light is Annie, by the way. Detective DeMarco, that's right. I forgot all about her. She's Annie, she's this, she's that, and Josh, she's like, uh, boy, a wimp. Why? All the guys on that show, every one of them is a wimp. Hart is a wimp. Josh has been turned into a wimp just with shaving lotion. Voila, you're a wimp, you know? Bunch of pussies on that show. Here's a mobile in Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Yes, sir. Uh, yeah, I was talking about a bumper sticker. Remind me one. I was coming up uh, Knob Hill towards Oakland the other day. Right. This guy's got a bumper sticker that impeach Nixon with a like a circle around his head with an X to it, you know. Yeah. And it says, "Proud member of the new right wing conspiracy." Impeach Nixon or impeach Clinton? Oh, Clinton. What yeah. Say, Nixon. Oh, I'm stuck in the sixties. Seventies. Yeah. Seventies. Part of the new right-wing conspiracy? Yeah, I wonder what the hell that is. Yeah, probably right next to the little swastika on there would have been the uh, best clue. Okay, we have an open line at day two in Broward, 400 in Palm Beach, 272 in Fort Myers. Five, eleven sixty-six. Yeah. And he wants you to plug the location somewhere. I, I got news for you. Plug this, okay? Go plug your... Rectum. Uh, Jesus, talk about pushy. We got 100445 bucks, and the nephew over there wants us to plug it. U.S. 1 and Hallandale Beach Boulevard, the Chevron Station, right on the corner there, the northwest corner in Hallandale. In Hallandale, I think it's a major miracle we did this well in Hallandale. I say it's one of the great seven wonders of the world where the average age is death plus 37 that we're doing so great in Hallandale. So just ease off a little bit, okay, Chris? Just relax. Take a uh, chill. Get some good weed. Relax. Sit back. Just call Sonny Rosenberg. He's got the good stuff. 22 till 2 at 560 WQM. I am juiced up right now. 
sorrows hiding a lot more than guns. They say they're weapons of mass destruction. I say we send a couple megatons bombing Iraq. In the Gulf War, let him off the hook. I think it's time to give his butt a word. So it's time to load those P1s up on your rock. Yep! On your rock. Till there's nothing left to see. On your rock. Till seven, six feet deep. On your rock. Blow up the creek, bomb Iraq. And they say he's got some dust and chemicals that burn. And he might load him up on stuff. If we land in the pit, we better be ready. Because some of them smells won't be done. Bomb Iraq, bring it to an end. Bomb Iraq, we'll blow him up again. Bomb Iraq, live on CNN. Bomb Iraq, bomb Iraq. Okay. One forty-five at five sixty WQM. One of the most unctuous factions in history, in my hand right now. See, some people just don't get the message. Why did we win the uh, hockey game last night? Why did we play so well? Because Andy from Hollywood stayed the hell away, for me anyway. So here's the facts. Not leave, not one to leave well enough alone. Here's the fact that says, as you know, I did not come down to see you yesterday. I do know that. Because oh. I was saying to myself, oh. yeah. I'm having a good time already. My girlfriend, Cynthia, did not want to go down because she is now scared. I think what he's trying to say is Cynthia's got more common sense than he does, which goes without saying. We would like to come down and give you a gift, can we? Andy in Hollywood, P.S., I still love you. Well, how can I simply address that, can we? No. Yeah, I think that takes care of it. Can we come and no. see you and no. talk to you? No. Uh, can we give you a... No. No. Would you like to see us? No. no. I'll talk to Cynthia. I have no problem with Cynthia because she's not a pain in the ass. She doesn't bother me. She's not a pest. She doesn't send me stupid, idiotic faxes. Only one time. So the answer, very simply, Andy, is... No. Way, Jose. God. Won the game last night because he stayed the hell away. That's the lucky, the unlucky charm. 5670560, Palm 560, on the AT&T wireless line. We're watching the night scope image. There's still traffic over there in Baghdad, goddammit. There's still laundry heads driving around which we're not too happy about that. You notice this time they left all the electricity on because they don't want the hospitals, you know, all those excuses. They don't want the electricity in the baby milk factory going out <laughs> so that, uh, you know, Peter Arnett can go over there and start crying for all the communistas. What is it? 1246. Well, so what's he complaining about, for Christ's sakes? 100,545? We're kicking ass in Hallandale, baby. Oh, wow. What a shock that is. You could just uh, shake me with a feather duster right off this chair right now. 
raising some serious bucks in Hallandale after we failed where? Where did we start today? At some uh, bum fork place? Some grotesque place that he did. Oh, North Miami Beach. I told him at the game last night. I said, forget North Miami Beach. It's not there anymore. It doesn't exist anymore, Chris. Yeah, I thought you had something important you were looking at there that you were going to show. Oh, it's with amusing. It. What can is you, it? Can you read it from here? It says, Peter Bolger is a bumper sticker Nazi. Well, why did it have, why did it have to say bumper sticker in there? Peter Bolger, who looks just like that twerp from uh, the congressman from Florida, the one with the glasses and the bald head. Oh, God. Every time I see him, I get pains in my back. I get sharp knifing pains in my back. Here's Miami Lakes. Hello. Hey, Neil. How are you? Okay, sir. I uh, just wanted to mention to you that um, my uh, office staff, along with myself, are really impressed with all the work that you have done with Center One. And I took... Uh, the time to uh, make a collection around my company, and we would like to make a donation, uh -huh. you know, center one, and I would like to have it, you know, the address of where can I send it and everything. Okay, hang on. George will uh, give it to you in the address, too. By the way, I forgot to mention this today. Wendy will broadcast Marlins game. <laughs> Core Channel 33, they used to have the heat, and even though there isn't any basketball season, do they have the heat anymore? No. Wendy, desperate to find something to put on there that might get an audience besides MASH and Pasa USA and some other old stupid reruns like the Munsters. Whammy will broadcast Marlins games, another big winner, no doubt. They'll broadcast 50 to 55 Marlins games per season in association with Sports Channel. Of course, they'll broadcast the other games. Does anybody care about either situation? No. Of course not. There you go. They're giving them the whammy. So Channel 33, I guess all they're left with are those, uh, what is it, UPN, whatever, whichever one, Warner Brothers. I can't figure it out because they're a bunch of old, sappy reruns bunch of those syndicated sitcoms and stupid, idiotic little kid shows. And basically, that's it. So nice going there, Barry Diller and Matty Lesham. They got the Marlins on there. Good. Here's Oakland Park. Hello. Hey, how you doing? Okay, sir. You're talking about, I just turned it, tuned in here. So are you talking about bad names, terrible names? That's one of the many, many things that we were trying right. to solve, I have sir. two for you. I have a friend. His name is Malik. And Malik? Pretty Malik. Malik. Malik, yeah. And my name is Phil. It's what? Still. See, Still? it's what? Still. It's still. Spell it. You spell it, but you'll never spell it. P-H-Y-L. No. No, see, you're not even pronouncing this right. It's S-Y-L-E. S-Y-L-E. Right. Style. No. Still. Style. Still. Okay, see you in a while, Style. Okay, we have an open line, and uh, he thinks his name is uh, Sil, but it's Style. Huh? 5670560, Palm 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Here's a mobile in Deerfield Beach. Hello. Sounds like style to me. Uh-huh. Um, I got a story for you. I was listening to you the other day when you were first talking about these names, and it reminded me of something. Uh, I was up there in Boca at the public site on 441 in Glade. Yeah. And uh, I'm sitting in there. I'm walking down one of the aisles. There's this woman in there. She's got a three-year-old child with her, approximately three years old. And uh, I hear her yell out to the child. She's like, Boca, get over here. Could you imagine oh, no. naming your daughter Mouse? Hey, Mouse, come here. No, seriously, her name was Boca? Her name was Boca. Well, Jesus, what if she would have uh, grown up in Canandaigua? I don't know. All I, know I don't know whether it's pretentious or stupidity or maybe a little both. Uh-huh. What if okay. she would have grown up in Hoboken? What were they called her? Hobo? Hey, don't call me a hobo. Hobo. Boca, can you believe that? This is the point I'm trying to make. I mean, your name is whatever your parents have stuck you with, okay? But what's wrong with these parents? And it goes to show you, like I've said before, Forced sterilization, man. Oh! That's the only hope for the uh, future of America. Forced sterilization. 
we have dumb people make, making babies and then naming those poor babies, names that's going to make them neurotic, even if they had a chance to begin with, to be like uh, functioning, living and breathing human beings. Now do they have any chance? No. None. Because they're going to go through their entire lives with these horrendous hang-ups and complexes about their idiotic names, which I threw that thing in the wastebasket. Now, we oh, here it is. I mean, what a bunch of... Here's Ayana and Starlicia. How you doing, Starlicia? And Tamikia. My favorite, though, is Laquisha. How about Dr. Pecker, Pepper? Wouldn't that be good? Hey, Doc, how about if your last name was Pepper? How about Doc? Oh, it's the doctor. It's just a very sad thing because they don't consider the consequences. Mary, John, Jose, Juan, Tom, Ted, that's it. Don't you think? In fact, I think what we ought to have, instead of people changing their names to these phony Muslim names and all these other phony baloney names like Neil Rogers, I mean, come up with like, uh, let's go the other direction. Let's have Tawanika, uh, whatever the hell, Schwartz, change her name back to Sally Smith. That would be great. America would say thank you. Thank you. God bless you for at least having a name that we can pronounce. We don't have to spend like uh, half of our time together figuring out what your name be. Much less figuring out how the hell you'd be spelling it. Eight minutes. In fact, how much does anybody have a chance of learning how to spell if I can't even uh, spell her goddamn name right? No. Eight minutes till two at five sixty WQM.